0: And now time for one-on-one debates with Dr. Ben Carson and Sir Donald Trump.
1: Well, I think if you look at the way that I've been leading in the polls and um, you see what's happened in Iowa, I think that people have rejected the idea of negative politics and attack advertising. Okay,
2: listen, frankly, I think you don't know what you're talking about. I think Monsanto and all the court over there, the the GMO court, I think the GMO court, okay, frankly has gone to their heads and go crazy. Okay, maybe they need someone. The one thing you could do, maybe not run, be a president, but uh, go in and operate in their, on their brain because you're a surgeon with all the Monsanto corn, frankly. I, I don't believe that that's true at all.
1: And I also think that you've now insulted everyone in the corn industry as well as the Midwest. And I think that this is indicative of what people are tired in today's Uh, Political game when people play identity politics, and it's all. Okay, frankly, listen,
2: you don't know what you're talking about. You don't even know what the word slander. Okay, I'm so, I am so, frankly, good at being anti-slander. They call me the anti-slander machine. Is what they call me. It's not the nickname I. It's what they call me. The anti-slander machine all the time. I'm the one who speaks out against the slander. Okay, I would never slander someone like you simply because you know you're not qualified. And I heard you. Uh, you know, you were philandering. See, that's not. That's wholly
1: inaccurate. I love my wife. We've been together for a very long time, and I believe the same mindset we've used uh, to create and foster. A, a successful family and marriage environment is uh, applicable to the American culture. Okay. Frankly,
2: listen, nobody is better at marriage than me. Okay. They call, I've had so many of them. They call me the marriage machine. I've had three of them. Okay. So listen, who you want to vote for? You want to vote for, okay, frankly, sorry, the black guy. Okay. He's black. All right. Usually they don't even have dads. OK, I'm sorry to say it. They don't even have fathers. OK, he's good about that, though. That's good for you. But what I am saying, OK, is I've been married three times. OK, not a single one of them has a bad word to say about me. Frankly, I would be so good at marriage, almost as good as president. OK, and I think anyone who's not voting for Trump in the polls, the polls, the polls, the polls are rigged. The polls are rigged.
0: This has been one on one debates with Dr. Ben Carson and Sir Donald Trump.
3: You found yourself at the junction where worlds meet. Politics.
0: Civility? How about honesty in
3: this country, folks? Entertainment.
0: I don't like entertainment.
3: And a whole bunch of other stuff.
0: It's about having a healthy body image. You have a very unhealthy body, you should have a horrible body image. Not a big home improvement market in <laughs> We are definitely going to get letters.
3: You're listening to Talk Radio's Strangest Animal. You're a strange animal. That's what I know. You're getting louder with Crowder. But you're a strange animal. I got to follow. Oh, I'm in the speedy to
2: say.
0: Whoa. You know what that means? It must be Friday. Don't come in until I introduce you. Uh, I am. Hold on one second. Start over. Uh, start over. I didn't even want to do the, the cough button because that's how authentic I am. I am your host, Stephen Crowder of Ladder with Crowder. As producing with me always in studio is not gay Jared. You can follow me at S Crowder, him at not gay Jared. I fulfilled my legal obligations and you can draw your own conclusions. Big week. Big week. Big week. Big week, gay Jared. Lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going news, on. You know, what, what would life. you What would you say? Or that? What do you mean life? You don't have a life. I don't have a life. But I was here. You were here. I was here. Working up on this studio, building it up. We got a nice new studio. Hopefully next week we'll be getting live video feed to you at com. And, oh my God, we have a new lady of the year. We do. We have a new woman of the year. This
4: is fantastic.
0: Yeah. Big I mean, deal. It's a pretty big deal. Pretty big deal. It is... Sorry, that was that was a little bit that was a little bit preset. I had to find it and shift it. <laughs> um, funny little thing, though. So we have Benghazi. We're going to talk about Benghazi today, of course. Everyone else is talking about it, but there are a couple of things that you may have missed with Benghazi. We'll talk about that. Talk about Ben Carson. Ben Carson is now leading in the polls, and of course, Donald Trump's attack on those people who are not Donald Trump and uh, Lady of the Year. So we'll start with Lady of the Year, Woman of the Year by Glamour Magazine. You know, they do this every year. It's a mm-hmm. big deal. It's a big honor. Uh, Woman of the Year this year uh, has a penis. <laughs> Woman of the Year has a penis.
4: Is that not offensive to women? Is that, do, do they, does
0: everyone have to pretend they're on board with this? It's Bruce Jenner, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah.
4: Really? It's I never Bruce. would have guessed.
0: It is Bruce Caitlyn Jenner. You
4: know, we'll have to bring up a clip later on, but does his voice not remind you. Do you remember watching like the old Batman cartoons? The Joker. The Joker and the old Batman? It's like it's like a dense.
0: She's always listening. I'm so honored to accept this woman I, of the year. I'll get you, Batman. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm honored to accept this woman of the year. Oh, hold on. Let me tuck my bits and pieces here behind my legs. It rubs a lotion on her skin. See? And um, I just I just find this so funny. We'll talk about this with Brandon Moore. So oh gosh, so many guests too. Uh, Brian Lilly. Canadian elections we'll be talking today. Pierre Elliott Trudeau, a piece of human excrement who was just elected, and uh, of Rebel Media. So we have our friends to the north of us calling in. Uh, We also have Brandon Morse calling in uh, of everyjoe.com. And Stalker Jim's going to be checking in. Ah. By the way, announcement Announcement, announcement, announcement. Uh, Lotta with Crowder has officially signed with Genesis Networks, and it is now going into syndication starting October 24th. So people out there who are listening, you can petition your local radio stations to get this. Uh, Of course, our home station is By petition, we we, we want you to pick it in March. Yeah, our wonderful station, of course, WHAM Detroit, will always be our home station uh and uh cone alaska who runs the program we're incredibly grateful but now other stations will be able to get it and you know people approach us about doing a weekly program sorry a daily program and, and we we said no because the show was a sprint not a marathon so uh it'll likely be syndicated out in the no weekend. one wants to hear your voice no one wants to hear my much. voice every day that i can see much. Derek is going to have a heart attack he looks like oh no i have to do this i have to do this but don't worry, Derek. We're doing all the work, the techno technical work for you. I always love having producers who don't like me. That's where I am at. That's where everything is where I am. So Caitlyn Jenner named Woman of the Year. Is it not funny when you're talking about feminism that it's come full circle? That it was all about getting women a leg up, all about giving them more opportunities. <laughs> And the award that they created for themselves, they've now given to a man. <laughs> I mean, and, what it, a prank! I, what a prank! I mean, it also—if you look at like at feminists—if you showed feminists in the '70s who were really fighting for equal, whatever, whatever, uh, they would have looked at, at Caitlyn Jenner and Bruce Jenner and said, "Wait, what? Are you, you we're going to give a Woman of the Year award to Bruce Jenner?" It wouldn't. I wouldn't have believed it in a second. You thought you're joking, right? This is a joke from the patriarchy.
4: Uh, can't, is... You can't write this stuff any, any funnier.
0: Let me read you the story. So Glamour Magazine, Caitlyn Jenner and Reese Witherspoon have been tapped to be the 2015 <laughs> Glamour mom, Glamour Magazine Women of the Year, a source exclusively tells uh lot with Crowder.com. Uh, actually, it told gossip.com, gossip.com. But it's written as Gossip.com. What's funny is this isn't our typo. It's when we're copying from Glamour magazine, there's a typo. Uh, so the official announcement isn't for another three weeks. An insider says Witherspoon and Jenner have both snagged the Women of the Year titles. In other news, Reese Witherspoon is going to kill herself. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh.
4: If she didn't make just so many terrible movies, she might have gotten the first place. I You know... She just won. Well, TV.
0: I I don't want to talk about this too much because Brandon Morse, that's in his wheelhouse. We'll bring him on. So it, it, it is absurd. We've reached the point of absurdity. We've reached the point. You know, Benghazi was happening, and uh, you actually sent this video. We'll, we'll get a clip up here after the break. Jim Jordan mm-hmm. just lasered in on the questioning with Hillary. Firstly, conservatives. I mean, this was a red meat feast. She's going to walk. People don't like to hear this. Hillary Clinton is going to walk. Okay. They've killed people, the Clintons, and they're going to walk. Now, I know that's a lot. I, allegedly, I need to say allegedly, because someone who I made fun of here on the show plenty of times for political predictions and a guy who likes feet... Uh, who may have worked for the Clintons, who may may or not look and sound like the Penguins, sent me an email this week saying I better stop making fun of him, or else. So you know, um, I don't. You know, I don't. Dick Morris. Dick Morris sent me an email <laughs> saying I better stop making fun of him, I, or else.
4: I was out, say what a dick.
0: This yeah. Wh- 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 he, he, just, dick Morris is just such a. Ugh. Anyway, so I literally got an email this week. Well, we don't know if it's from him directly. It seems like it, because I made fun of him quite because a bit. Because it
4: was because it was signed Dick Morris. It was
0: signed <laughs> Dick Morris. And uh, he's pretty unhappy with the Clintons now. She's going to walk. So we need to understand that. But if you watch the line of questioning, you know, conservatives have done a pretty crappy job of lasering in on a point. What they'll do is they'll try and include everything, throw everything in the kitchen sink at the Clintons and hope it sticks. What is verifiable here is that four men died in Benghazi, right? People died in Benghazi because of a terrorist attack and Hillary Clinton blamed it on a YouTube video. That is the big thing. You know, one thing that's also very telling to me is, is leftists try and separate this and the email scandal. They go, well, you know, this is, and then the email, they're all, not, they're, they're the same scandal. They're the same scandal. That's what people need to understand. Benghazi is an issue of transparency. Why did she lie? Why was she dishonest? What kind of information do we... So what what would be some of the most useful information from herself, her emails? Uh, well, she violated federal law, by the way, with her federal server. This, it, it is a violation of... Fe- it's a felony. They're felons. They are felons. The Clintons are felons. And Bill Clinton raped people. So we've got this. It, it's not going to stick. And so focus on this, conservatives. It's not going to stick legally, unfortunately. Focus on the fact that they tried to blame a YouTube, and they knew that was false. Don't try and send out every meme with the names of the people. And obviously, it's it's incredibly tragic. Whoever died, but don't try and, you know, convolute the issue with as many details as possible. A lot of people don't understand Benghazi. They have no idea what it is. And the liberal media just comes out and goes, well, it's a non-scandal. We know for a fact that she blamed it on a video when it wasn't a video. That's the important thing. You know why? Because that's what Americans remember about Benghazi. They remember the guy being hauled out in cuffs who made this Muslim YouTube video. By the way, when that happened, all I heard was, oh my gosh, some Amer- American ambassadors were killed because of an offensive Muslim video shoot. I I thought <clears throat> that was me. I didn't, I did not heard of the video. You know, in my you know, I have many, many millions of plays on my Islamic videos. That yeah, could have been you. This video they gave you know, the, 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 the fall guy. It had like a few plays. No one had even seen it. So it was one of those weird deals. where once I found out, I said, "Phew, okay, good. They're not coming after me." Turns out they really weren't coming after the video. Uh, they just want to blow up and kill Americans. That's what terrorists do. And there's going to be a, a film, you know, Benghazi coming out. Is it January? I think February? January, yeah. Michael January Bay. Sixteenth or something. He's I don't think he's a conservative, but hopefully what that'll do is at least get Americans to start researching Benghazi and take an interest in it. This isn't an issue that's going to damage um, her legally. It's an issue that if you play it correctly, can damage her culturally. And this is where I've, I've said this for a long time. Everyone else said, you know, Ann Coulter, maybe Mr. Morris, all these people, they came out for a long time and said it was going to be Joe Biden. He was going to be the candidate we've said in this program. I said, I don't I don't think so. And I've said, I honestly, for a long time, I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Sanders. At this point, I think it's a 50-50 shot. I'm not predicting it's Sanders. Um, what I do with my predictions is I find out what Dick Morris predicts, and I, and I bet the opposite. And I have a good batting average with that. That's my rain man. That's my counting cards. Hey, Dick Morris, what are you going to say?
1: Rah!
0: Okay, I'm going to go, bah. You go Alpha, I'll go Omega. By the way, don't wear open-toed shoes. So my thing is I think there's just a little too much baggage for Hillary. Legally, they're not going to nail her, but there's a – what do you think? You can tweet me here at S. Crowder. There's a lot of baggage for her to get across that finish line. And, And you can make Benghazi that and hang it around her neck. Legally, though, she's a Clinton. She's going to get off scot-free. We'll talk about it more after this break. After we're done fighting the system, man. Was
4: Those kids were lightning.
0: Hey, this is Steven Crowder here to tell you about a contest at louderwithcrowder.com where one lucky winner will win a free AR-15 rifle. That's right. While well, everyone else is scared and clamping down on guns, we're literally giving them away at lottowithcrowder.com. Steven, isn't isn't that illegal? It's not illegal to give away rifles just frowned upon. Oh, but what about background checks? Well, yeah, we're doing it in partnership with ar15.com, our wonderful sponsor. They do background checks. They have a custom shop. Oh. They can ship it out to FFLs. Been doing it for a long time. I'll actually be buying the rifle, but giving it away at lottowithcrowder.com to one lucky winner. Oh, well, can I enter to win? No, you you know that you would never make it past the background check. Jared? Jared, you know you'd never make it past the background check, right? Yes. Enter to win at louderwithcrowder.com for your very own free AR-15 rifle. That's louderwithcrowder.com in partnership with AR-15. energy this morning we are in it we are on it we are here for you you know why why Stephen?
2: because i want to make love to you baby through the microphone i want to make love to you baby in your ear on the radio or the podcast a YouTube, a lottowithcrowder.com, where we're giving away an AR-15.
0: That's right. We're giving away an AR-15 at lottowithcrowder.com right now. Can I, can I sign up to win that? You can't sign up to win that because you wouldn't pass the background check. But it's true. It's true. That's the kind of program this is. We're not just sitting here grandstanding. We're making love to your cerebellum, mm. educating you and entertaining you. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wait, that's right. I forgot the soundboard is unplugged in. All right. So we have some clips here that we're going to play with Jim representative Jim Jordan. um, Mr. Jim Jordan. What is what is, what is his title? I always forget. I he's, a rep- he's a representative, I think, from Ohio. Oh, OK, he's a rep from. Is it Ohio? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's see what we got. So we'll just, we'll scan through this for you so you don't have to listen to the whole thing. But this guy was pointed with his questioning and uh, we'll have uh, Jared and Derek, let me know how the audio levels are. Let's start running this, the questioning on Hillary Clinton that you need to hear.
5: What else Ms. Uh, Ms. Newland said that day? She said, uh, if pressed by the press, if there's a connection between Cairo and Benghazi, she said this, there's no connection between the two. So here's what troubles me. Your experts knew the truth your spokesperson knew the truth greg hicks knew the truth but what troubles me more is i think you knew the truth i want to show you a few things here you're looking at an email you sent to your family here's what you said at 11 o'clock that night approximately one hour after you told the american people it was a video experience. you say to your family two officers isn't just were, were about. killed today in benghazi by an al-qaeda like group you tell you tell the American people one thing, you tell your family an entirely different story. Also, on the night of the attack, you had a call with the president of Libya. Here's what you said to him. Ansar al-Sharia is claiming responsibility. All of these are up, by the way. You can see Interesting, Mr. Katala, one of the guys arrested and charged, actually belonged to that group.
0: So I want to get to Hillary's answer here.
5: Planned attack, not a protest. Tell the American people exactly what you told the Egyptian prime minister.
6: Well, I think if you look at the statement that I made, I clearly said that it was an attack. And I also no, said that there were some who tried to justify it on the, Call- basis, on the basis of the video, Congressman. And I but, think but, but, it's but,
5: but, uh, real quick. It's calling it an attack is like saying the sky's blue. Of course it was an attack. Well, you not know, I mean, we chartly- want to know the truth. This, the statement you sent out was a statement on Benghazi. And you say vicious behavior as a response oh, to inflammatory material on the Internet. The Hillary Clinton face. If that's not pointing as the motive of being a video, I don't know what is. And
0: that's certainly certainly how the American people saw it. Lock it in a basement. Well,
6: Congress. there was a lot of conflicting information that we were trying to make sense of. The situation was very fluid. It was fast moving. There was also a claim of responsibility by Ansar al-Sharia. And when I talked to the Egyptian prime minister, I said that this there was, was no uh, a claim of responsibility by Ansar al-Sharia, by a, uh, a group that was affiliated, or at least wanted to be affiliated with al-Qaeda. Sometime after that, the- All right, hold on a second here. Let me get to-
5: can Tell your family it's a terrorist attack, but not the American people. You can tell the president of Libya it's a terrorist attack, but not the American people. And you can tell the Egyptian prime minister it's a terrorist attack- But you can't tell your own people the truth. Madam Secretary, Americans can live with the fact that good people sometimes give their lives for this country. They don't like it. They mourn for those families. They pray for those families. But they can live with it. But what they can't take, what they can't live with is when their government's not square with them. Mr. Chairman, Hillary, I yield
7: back.
0: Hillary Clinton looks completely disinterested <coughs> here, just so you know. Madam
5: Secretary, you're welcome to answer Snarking, the question
0: if you would
7: like to. Well,
6: I wrote a whole chapter about this in my book, Hard oh, Choices. Okay, right.
0: I'm closing. I just can't get to the plugging. Her constant plugging of her crap.
2: I wrote a chapter about this in my book. There are people who are dead. Well, I write about
4: death in my book. Amazon, 19, 1999. Amazon, 1999.
0: Well, now, were you writing that before or after your husband was raping interns? Uh, after. <sighs> it 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 really is it's it's at the very least at the very least for people who argue about transparency this is pivotal but something that i find crazy if you go it's up at com she talks about how it was faulty intelligence it was very fluid she even at one point i was trying to find it where she says this is how the intelligence community works really well here's why i'm so curious when george bush took us into iraq Right On intelligence from England, France, most of Europe, the United States, not only our own intelligence, but the international intelligence community that they had weapons of mass destruction, which we found, by the way, when we went for years without finding them, we were told Bush lied. It wasn't, hey, we went in and maybe they managed to hide the weapons, maybe they managed to transport them to Syria like a lot of people thought. It was Bush lied, people died the Clintons included. They lied about intelligence to send us to war. Well, they didn't lie, and we found WMDs. We found M D. Well, they weren't the right WMDs. Okay, go screw yourself. I don't care. We found WMDs in Iraq. So what Clinton wants us to believe is that Bush proactively lied uh, to send us to war for whatever, to make oil for his, his buddies at Halliburton, I think, is a conspiracy. Um, don't, I, I don't oil seems like it should be a lot cheaper if we just took their oil. Seems like we haven't stolen their oil, which I'd be a fan of. Let's just take their oil. You guys fight. You guys decapitate each other. You guys burn each other in cages. And you know what? We're going to take your oil. Bye. See ya. Instead, we don't. We give them their own democracies back and we ask them for nothing more than the land in which to bury the dead. So Hillary Clinton wants us to believe that Bush lied to take us to war, even though we found WMDs and it was an international intelligence community. It was it was unilaterally agreed upon that they had WMDs and it was a justified war at that time. But she wants us to believe it was faulty, fluid intelligence that led to her blaming Benghazi on a video. When at the time she told everyone but the American people that it was a terrorist attack and she told the American people it was a YouTube video. This is what the left wants you to believe conservatives lie to go to war. Hillary Clinton was just misled about destroying emails. She was just misled about telling you that it was a YouTube video and having the guy arrested when she told everyone else it was a terrorist attack. They try and ascribe motive. Brian Lilly after this break will talk with you about the Canadian election and why they're screwed.
3: Hi, this is Jesse Ventura here, former governor of Minnesota, the bod. If you listen to the polls this week, you'll see that Ben Carson, the black guy, is pulling ahead of Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders is losing ground to Hillary Clinton as she goes through her Benghazi committee. People are talking about this all over media simply to take your mind off of the issues that really matter. Bigfoot sightings in the Northwest Territories that are getting closer to industrial populations. Know the facts.
0: We are back. Brian Lilly was supposed to be on here with us, and we we weren't able to get a hold of him. That's the problem with an early morning program. A lot of these people just sleep in, especially Canadians who get drunk. So this week in polls, we'll go back to a Canadian election because I am half Canadian. But of course, we want a Canadian who really knows what he's talking about to be uh, coming in to be coming on there. And uh, oh, looks like Brian is actually there and waiting. We'll bring him up. Uh, we'll bring him up after the next break. Or, Jared, are you bringing him in now? You want to bring in Brian Lilly now? I probably can. Okay, well, let's bring him in now and let me know once he's set up. And uh, we'll talk with him about the Canadian election. Um, We'll talk about the Donald Trump polls in Iowa next. So I'll just wait for the signal from from Gay Jared to let me know once he's through. But uh, the Canadian elections happened this week. And a lot of people... You know, it's funny. Most Americans don't care. But they do now because... It was mentioned on John Oliver's show on HBO when people sort of learned about it. And I think conservatives have paid attention because for the first time in years, Canada was higher than the United States in the Economic Freedom Index, and they were doing really well, and they actually had a conservative over there in Canada as prime minister, and uh, now they don't. Now they have somebody else. Now they have, uh, they basically traded in Ronald Reagan for Pierre, not Pierre, well, his son, but... Um, all right, I think we've got him here. Uh, Jared, do you want let to him, let him get ready there before you bring him in, or are we good to go? Hey, can you hear us, Brian. Yeah, I, I'm good to go. Well, he's already here on air. You're already live on air, Brian. Congratulations. Yeah, good. Sorry, good. We, uh, we actually taped this earlier this week, and then we uh, we lost everything. Our...
8: I, I wasn't going to let everyone in on our secret.
0: I know, but we, 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 we let him in now. So Brian Lilly from the rebel. Dot, uh, is it rebelmedia.tv? The rebelmedia.tv.
8: The rebel.media.
0: The rebel dot media. OK, sorry, I always get that wrong. So, Brian, OK. Canadian election. Yeah. Uh, my analogy for a lot of uh, Americans is y- you basically traded in your Ronald Reagan for a social justice warrior. Um, Bernie Sanders with better hair. Was well, that you know, fair?
8: Yeah, well, he has hair and Bernie doesn't and hasn't for a long time. Uh, but um you know, like like our American cousins, we've decided this whole democracy thing. It, it only really works if we reelect family dynasties, so we can pretend we have our own royal family. So, but instead of the Bushes and Clintons, uh, we decided we'd go with another Trudeau, because you know Justin's father was prime minister from about sixty-eight to eighty-four, pretty left-wing guy, uh, and then Justin's just you know won power uh, over Stephen Harper by running a very left-wing campaign. Here's the thing. Um, You're gonna put him on your money. <laughs> I, oh man! You know when when Pierre Trudeau died in 2000, I was working in Montreal, and uh, there was you know that was his hometown. A lot of outpouring, of grief. Understandably, you know, a guy had been a politician for a long time. He was polarizing. Some people loved him, some people hate him. But the Liberals were in power then, and all of a sudden, everything got named after. Pierre Elliott Trudeau, the airport in Montreal. They renamed a mountain after him. Uh, they started a foundation. Everything Wait, which, got,
0: which mountain did they rename after him?
8: Um, I think it was one in Alaska. No, we didn't do that, do you? I, <laughs> I can't remember, but, uh, they, they you know, much like Mount McKinley got renamed recently, uh, they took him out and said, oh, we don't need that colonial, colonialist uh, name on it. We'll call it Trudeau. <laughs> so...
0: I, yeah, which is just sort of funny to me for Canada at all, even expressing anti-colonialism, considering their history was <laughs> it's not it's not quite yeah. like the United States exactly where we fought them off. And you guys said, all right. So listen, this, this election happened in Canada. And a lot of what does this mean for Americans who aren't really following? I mean, well, let me kind of give some context here, okay? because we, we talked about the, this this week. I'm trying to remember what we what we had gone through when pe- people say, well, these are liberals in Canada and there was a conservative in Canada. A lot of people don't understand that that everything in Canada is significantly more left-wing than the United States and the political spectrum. Your conservatives would be more moderate here. When I left Quebec, okay, I think the rate was, if you're making over 60-something thousand a year, you were considered the top tax bracket and the income rate was 52%. Now, I know Quebec is higher than some other provinces, but um, you said they raised it, right? Is it 80,000?
8: Well, yeah, it's about 80,000 will, will put you in that. And all of a sudden, you know, you go from... You know, here to here, you're just shooting way up uh, on the tax bracket scale at just over 80,000. That's craziness that that's the top tax bracket. Uh, and then you, you know, much like the the federal and the state level, well, you add them together. So, uh, you know, California, you, you don't get taxed by the federal government at a crazy rate in California just because you live there. It's the state tax. Right. Um, so. It is actually driving people out. Quebec has fewer wealthy people. During this election campaign, actually, Justin Trudeau ran on raising income taxes, creating a new 33% income tax bracket for anything over, I think, $200,000. Uh, so it's 29% between 135 dollars to $200,000, and then he's going to make it uh, an extra 33%. The socialist running in this, a guy named Tom Mulcair, Right. Actually argued against that, that this shows you how far left Justin Trudeau is. The socialist was saying you can't do that because how do you get you know people like doctors to show up in New Brunswick? New Brunswick is like Canada's main. Right. It's right. It's a lot of trees, a lot of moose. And you want to get doctors to move there. Why are they going to do that if they're going to be taxed at? I think it would have been uh, close to 58 percent under Trudeau's plan. He said you won't be able to get them to do that. So the socialist was arguing that you're going too far, you're taxing too much. But Trudeau won. And and why did he win? I don't know. Look, the Canadian economy has been outperforming our G7 partners since the recession. it has lower the lowest tax burden at the federal government level in 50 years. Yeah. Uh, the Canadian middle class, according to the New York Times, outperforming the American middle class. Well, it's important uh, for
0: people to know because this is important. A lot of Americans didn't understand this when I lived in Quebec, when people would complain about gas or unemployment uh, in Canada, generally speaking. But certainly in Quebec, it's worse. If if unemployment in Quebec was un- under double digits, it was considered a very large success. And then uh, gas, you know, we go by liter. But if you average it up, when Americans were complaining about $4 a gallon gas, when it was really expensive in Quebec, they were paying closer to nine. Um, So I think Americans don't really understand when they talk about middle class or costs. It's it's a very different lifestyle to which they're accustomed here in the states, And it doesn't compare on a chart.
8: And Stephen Harper had been able to bring some of that down. He'd yes. been able to say, we're going to cut taxes. We're going to improve productivity. We're going to, you know, real wage growth, much like the American middle class. You know, the, there's a bit of stagnation that's been going on for a while there. But things had been improving. Right. Why Why did they vote them out if things are going so well? They didn't like them. Yeah. Uh, talking to people inside the conservative party, their polling showed that, uh, the public liked what Stephen Harper was doing, but they didn't like him. Yeah. Why? Yeah, he could be a, a bit aloof, but so what? He's I, I think it's because he's job. conservative.
0: And I think conservative he, is a bad name in Canada, period. Yeah.
8: Well, it, it's, it, it's much like you guys. It's the media narrative is conservatives are mean. Conservatives are bad. Conservatives don't care about other people. Middle of the election campaign, um, we had... Uh, the story of the the little boy washed up on the the Turkish beach, right? I'm not sure if you heard about this, the Syrian refugees trying to escape. Questions after the fact about whether he was actually a refugee. All of a sudden, the media and the opposition parties really care about Syrian refugees, and they made this the issue of the election campaign for about a week, saying, see, this shows Stephen Harper doesn't care. There's a humanitarian crisis going on. Harper said, look, I promised weeks ago to bring in more refugees, uh in addition to fighting ISIS, if I win election, I promise to bring in. We're going to bring in about ten thousand, which is about the same level as the Obama administration's promising, and we're a tenth of the U.S. size. Well, one, one so thing said, I want
0: to touch on when you talk about the media, because this is pivotal before we go to a break, that Americans don't understand when we talk media in Canada, particularly election coverage, any news media. We're talking about CBC, CBC, sorry, which is in, which is government funded. Now, what I find crazy about this is Trudeau and the NDP. So, again, they're, they're funded by the government, right? And Stephen Harper mm-hmm. kind of had that Mitt Romney approach, like, oh, I think we're giving them a little bit too much money. Of course, liberals say we'll give he you tri- more money. He, tr-
8: he trimmed them less than 10%. Uh, he trimmed the army more than 10% while trying to make budget cuts to balance the books.
0: Right, absolutely. But Pierre Elliott Trudeau, the NDP came out, what? They promised effectively a $100 um, million signing bonus. And then Trudeau, the yeah. guy who won, said, if I win election, CBC – You'll get another is it one hundred and fifty million dollars in funding,
8: one hundred and fifty million dollars in funding. Imagine the coverage that buys you.
0: Well, buy about one hundred and fifty million dollars worth.
8: Yeah. And so all the media coverage is about how Harper doesn't care about these refugees. And he said, when I announced three weeks ago, I was going to bring in more. None of you covered it. You wouldn't even talk about it. Right. And so Trudeau's Trudeau's plan, uh, you know, want to talk about a way that this affects Americans? Uh, we're pulling out of our fighter jets out of uh, the fight against ISIS. We're pulling out our special forces in the fight against ISIS. The coalition that the Obama administration has put together to push back people that were killing women, children, religious minorities, doing an ethnic cleansing on Christian towns that had been there for millennia. Yeah, you just lost a coalition partner because Trudeau thinks— that we should send them warm winter clothing. Uh, the day he said that we need to, you know, we have experience with uh, uh, cold mountain climates. We need to send them clothing. I looked up the temperature in the region. Yeah. It was 23 de- degrees Celsius. So what's that? It's, uh, you know, into the 70s.
0: I would have thought it was warm. Well, it's times two plus 32. Twenty-three times two—that's forty-six plus thirty-two. I don't know. So you know You're the
8: right. math, I don't.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not very good at math, but I—I I, Canada's Celsius is a silly thing. One thing I find really silly about the Canadian uh, measurements is, uh, you know, using the metric system, whereas the system we use, you know, a foot is based on the king's foot, even though you guys are still affiliated with the royalty. <laughs> you went metric. It doesn't make any sense to me. We're still measuring by the king's foot,
8: and you well, went the other way. We we kept electing French guys. This is true. We wanted to be like. The cheese-eating surrender monkeys, and instead we became the but, cheese-eating surrender monkeys. I think France is going to keep bombing ISIS, but they do it for sport.
0: Yeah, they do it. Well, they do it because they need the target practice. I mean, listen, the French, they need as much practice as they can get with their military. You guys aren't even consistent about it. Brian, how much do you weigh?
8: Um, About 215.
0: Exactly. You're not going to say kilograms.
8: No, I, I don't know my weight in kilograms. I don't know my height in feet. Uh, you know, but hey, I'm a child of the seventies. They switched part way through and I have to be able to talk to my parents.
0: This is true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was in school, we learned, you know, meters and centimeters. And I remember I came to the States and it was screwy. I still spell color with a U. So all kinds of weird uh, well, stuff.
8: You know, I write for Truth Revolt uh, among various other places and checking my spelling all the time is uh, a pretty, pretty tedious job. Oh, does, does that have that letter? Ah, damn
0: it. Do you put a dash Dude. through your sevens?
8: No. Oh, I No, I'm not, I'm not French.
0: Yeah, see, I do. I was taught by my French-Canadian mother. That's something that I think Americans don't understand when they go, the corporate media, man, the corporate media controls it. I'm going, okay, I understand that, yeah, there's some there are some downsides to it. The alternative, though, government media? I mean, I mean just think of hey. PBS controlling radio and television, only entirely government-funded, not partly, almost entirely government-funded, uh, and that's CBC in Canada.
8: Yeah. And they are. So the parliamentary press gallery, the people that cover the the functioning of the federal government, it's about 330 members. A third of it belongs to CBC. And then there's a whole pile of them that work for private media that get paid stipends. So they'll get paid 250 bucks every time they appear on TV and they'll do that two and three times a week. And that's pretty good beer money, isn't it? Yeah. So they're not going to complain about cbc they're not going to critique cbc so one of the a billion dollar government corporation gets no scrutiny and they get away with all kinds of stuff
0: this is true we have to go keep our lights on from our evil corporate sponsors man brian Lilly from the rebel.media uh talking more enlightening us about the canadians after this break Hey, Lyle, didn't see you there. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just relaxing and enjoying my 1978 Bordeaux, a fine beverage, after a fine game of racquetball at the Wimbledon. There's no more quality establishment than the Wimbledon, you know. That sounds fun. I don't really know a whole lot about wine. That's why I go to simplifiedwine.com, or I just call their number. What's that number, Jared? 844-297-WINE. Oh, where'd he come from? His voice aggravates me. I have him chained to a caravan. For simpletons like me who don't know a whole lot about wine, just what I like, it makes it easy. I either get to call, go to the website, talk with a sommelier, list what I like, what I don't like, my budget, and can have it shipped directly to my door, or gift-wrapped and sent to a friend. It doesn't get any simpler than that.
1: Simplified wine, you say? I prefer more of a barrier to entry.
0: <laughs> I know you do, Lyle, but you're an elitist bastard. That's why for simpletons like me, I prefer simplifiedwine.com or just calling 844 297 y
6: Lights! All of the lights! Turn up the lights in here, baby. Extra bright, I want y'all to see this. Turn up the lights and here, baby you to see
0: everything want you to see glad to be back the lights are on inner cerebellums inner our brains because we're learning here from uh you can't see him but he's got the lovely sideburns uh, of the rebel dot media up in Canada Brian Lilly, have you always had those sideburns Uh,
8: Since sometime in the 80s. Okay. Yeah, even before, and I'm going to date myself here, even before uh, Jason Priestley Priestley and Luke Perry made them famous on 90210.
0: You know, I used to have them longer, and then Fox asked me to shorten them a little bit. And then that's, I've just worn them shorter ever since. I still keep them, but I just don't have them as long. Yeah,
8: nobody's paid me to take them off, so I'll leave them there. Well, in Canada, I, okay. you know, I, I did, I did get some uh, some acting gigs years ago. You know, when Canada was Hollywood North, and every movie based in Chicago was filmed in Toronto. Um, I, you know, I got I got a couple of gigs where it's like, hey, you'll be a sailor coming back from the war. Right. Can you shave them off for today? I was like, You give me money, they're gone. But I thought uh,
0: – I would have thought – well, I guess, yeah, sailor depending on the war. I'm thinking old-time sailors with the mutton shops, but I'm, I am Yeah, no,
8: no. Second World War, they no. didn't have a lot of sideburns. No. Uh, but yeah, no, if we'd gone back yeah, – I'm going for the bit of the rockabilly look and uh, trying to pretend I'm still young.
0: Well, good for you. You're pulling it off. Speaking of uh, young and stupid Canadians who elected <laughs> Trudeau, you sent me this picture from the New York Post. Americans just see this guy. He looks like a reality show star. He looks like a male Kardashian, and he's elected prime minister. Uh, There's this love affair with American media and this new prime minister.
8: Because he's a leftist. A
0: far leftist.
8: Yeah. I mean, okay, so uh, he wins the other day, and New York Post runs this glam shot of him with the shirt unbuttoned.
0: It's like Burt Reynolds in Cosmo, but he has pants.
7: (laughs) Yes, it
8: kind of is. Um, th- there was a time where, where Justin, who's got these these flowing locks at times, had a little bit of a, a pirate soul patch thing going on uh, on his chin as well. And, and so this is from in, in that sort of vein. Um, but I was looking at some of the coverage. Washington Post, not alone in running this sort of headline, but they're talking about how it was... A liberal landslide. I ran the numbers. He actually won less of the popular vote than Stephen Harper did last time. 39.5. Harper won 39.6. They got about the same percentage of seats in Parliament. So how is it a landslide? It wasn't a landslide when Stephen Harper won less than 40% of the vote, but suddenly it is now. So I'm going to spend the next bunch of years reminding liberals what they've been saying since Harper won. Wow. You know, less than 60% of people voted for him. That's what they're going to hear from me every day. Well, you
0: know, it's, it's it's um peculiar because the same liberals in the states, say, the two party system, man, it's this nice. it's two parties work for the same system, man. I like, go, well, you know, then you have Canada. Now, I voted for Stephen Harper is the first person I ever voted for dual citizen, born in Detroit, raised in Montreal, French Canadian mother and uh, was was happy to do it. But he, even he wasn't elected with a majority of the vote in the country. That's your parliamentary system. I prefer a two-party system because at least 50% of the country gets something that's more in line uh, with their values or what they support.
8: Unless you're Bill Clinton. This is true. But Bill Clinton got about the same percentage of the popular vote. Of course, he had Ross Perot siphoning off votes from uh, George H.W. Bush. But let me say this. Justin Trudeau will not have a Newt Gingrich coming in with a contract for Canada. And uh, enforcing them to triangulate. No, he ran on a far left wing campaign and he's going to implement it. Let me ask you this, because this is a problem I see on both sides of uh, our law and undefended border, Stephen. Yeah. Why do liberals come in and they announce they're going to be ambitious and they announce they're going to try and implement their whole thing? Media cheers. We know why that happens, because the media are a bunch of leftists. But conservatives win and they win big and they say, we're going to go slow. We're going to be incrementalist Yeah, roll back just a little bit of all that socialist bull crap that they've put in over the last bunch of years.
0: You know, and I think it works against them. It's kind of like um, I was talking about this with with Ben Carson. You know, he's pulling in the polls now. Um, You're talking about a black neurosurgeon and liberals Mm -hmm. are painting him as a racist dumbass. That's their playbook in the United States. You're a race. You're a bigoted moron. If you're a Republican, here's a neurosurgeon. He's not a moron. Here's a black guy. Well, he's just bigoted against Muslim people. So you're right. And I like, think cons- you
8: know, conservative women. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so ex-
0: yeah, exactly. Um, so what I think it is, is it's just their playbook. They have to go to it. And a lot of conservatives are too quick to apologize. They play into it. And I don't know if it's the same thing in Canada, but you have that in the United States with the Romneys and the Ryans of the World War. Well, listen, I'm kind of more moderate and, and people don't want that. That's why they're seen I'm- as milk toast sort of weak leaders now.
8: And, and I take the Andrew Breitbart approach. Uh, you want to call me racist? Fine. Let's get into it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, and I always say, um, I, 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 yeah, you could go through my stand-up and pick it apart and say there's tons of racist stuff. You got me. Whatever. I mean, well, it's like okay,
8: there's yeah. tons. Of, anyone can take something. You're doing and say stand-up r- comedy. Right, exactly. You, you know what? Um, I, I was checking out uh, your social media, and that led me to Jared's social media, and he was tweeting out about Mike Huckabee. Getting in trouble for it. racist comments, uh, he, he trusts—I um, forget which Democrat—as much as he trusts a North Korean chef with his Labrador. And people said, "Oh, look, that's racist." No, they eat dogs over there.
0: Was that you, Gageer? Yeah, they do. You yeah. tweeted that out. Yeah, I don't know why I'm not uh, aware of this.
8: It was so uh, I, debates. Oh. you know it's you know you know oh, well, how dare you say that people in China eat this stuff or people in North Korea eat this stuff? What well, they do? Yeah, they don't necessarily eat it when they come here because they say, oh. That's frowned upon here. Don't do that. Right. Hey, and you don't go into, uh, I've got a giant Chinese grocery store not far from my house. Guess what? You can go online and compare the pictures of what you get in a Chinese grocery in, you know, the middle of mainland China. It's not the same stuff because we're not going to allow some of that stuff to be sold here.
0: Oh, I tell you what, though, in Montreal, Chinatown, that was, uh, I remember Jer- Jeremy <laughs> Hotspit.
8: <laughs> go to Chinatown, put your stuff in the fridge.
0: It's just (laughs) crying out loud! It smells awful. It's not a. I remember when I moved to New York, New York City, and someone's like, "Have you gone to eat China? Have you gone to eat dumplings in Chinatown yet?" I said, "No." Like, "Oh, you have to!" I said, "No." (laughs) I have zero interest. I want American sanitized with an A plus rating on the door Chinese restaurant. Chicken balls. Yes, Uh, yes. (laughs) Otherwise, yeah. Hopper's right here, my dog. Um, You know, I have a cousin who served in Vietnam, and Hopper's cousin. Was served in Vietnam, Brian Lilly. Where can people best find you, sir?
8: Uh, the Rebel Dot Media is, uh, is where I hang my hat the most. Uh, you can find me Facebook.com/slash Brian Lilly or Twitter.com/slash Brian Lilly. Really easy, L I L L E Y.
0: We will check in with you, and uh, you will keep us abreast of Canadian politics. Thanks for coming in, brother. We appreciate you redoing the interview. Louder with Crowder. Stay tuned for more tomfoolery. It only t-
2: recent attacks, it is advised to no longer call small people midgets. It is offensive, they become violent, irritable, and prefer the term little trooper. This has been a midget warning. You're a strange animal, that's what I
3: know. You're getting louder with Crowder. But you're a
0: always glad to be back in the second hour I am your host Stephen Crowder you can follow me at s Crowder producing with me as always is not gay Jared he is not gay I am legally obligated to say that you can follow him at not gay Jared and draw your own conclusions appreciate that thank you I'm glad that you appreciate it we're good so we were talking about this we're going to have Brandon Morse on later stalker Jim is going to be checking stalker in. Jim Stalker Checking Jim. In, make sure he's still uh make sure he's still kicking. Our biggest listener. Don't call him biggest, a, fan. Not a fan. He gets irritated. He's not a fan. He gets irritated when you call we him a call fan.
4: call not fan,
0: Stalker, stalker Jim. Jim. Yeah, but he is he a stalker. He's okay with the stalker. He's not okay being called That's, a fan. That's
4: interesting. That's interesting.
0: Well, last week was the first week he didn't live tweet anything and he disappeared and he was really really cranky. So we need to check in. He seems a little better this week. Yeah, we need he needs someone around him all the time. We need to we need to send somebody
4: to be with with Stalker jim Yeah, Just I think make he sure needs someone okay. to be around him. Yeah. Make sure he's not, you know, down in the Coke again.
0: That's okay, bad. Yeah. The Coca Cola well, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah, yeah. He has a problem with Coca Cola. The beverage, he literally well we'll we'll check in on him and see where he is with that. Because that's yeah. a you know, but the good thing is he 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 tr- he's uh he's a he's a little guy, but he tries so big. He does. He does try big. Speaking of trying so big, of everything, go big or go home. Big hair, big towers, big mouth, big ego. Donald Trump. Well, now we have the new Quinnipiac polls released in uh, in Iowa. You read about this? I have not. Yes, you have. Me. Yes, you have. Uh, Don't have. lie about it. So Ben Carson, now leading Trump for the first time by a big margin, 28% compared to 20% for Trump. Now, Here's the deal. You just, he has no more talking points because I think his only talking
4: point has been his lead in the polls for how long now?
0: Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not, I'm not sure what he's going to talk about. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. You know Trump woke up and he was just out of it. I picked the wrong week. Quit sniffing blue. He went out of his mind <laughs> when it came to this poll. Exactly. Listen, the polls don't mean a ton now because it, they can go any direction, but they mean a lot when you're your entire campaign is, listen, frankly, I'm killing it in the polls, okay? You don't lose it. Everyone else is just, look
2: at the polls, don't lie, okay? The polls, Fox News lies, okay? see it CNN lies, but the polls don't lie, okay?
0: The polls, frankly, I'm number one in the polls. Now the polls say you're not number one. Well, frankly, what what do you th- – okay, here's my question to you, dear listener. What do you think Donald Trump did when this happened with the polls? What do you think he did? You think he said, like,
2: uh, you know what, listen, Ben Carson's a classy guy – Frankly, I'm glad to see him do well. I hope, I hope uh, America gets, you think that's what he said?
0: I'm going to guess, I'm, I'm going to guess no. I'm just going to no. throw that out there. Um, no. N- no, no. He acted like an absolute piece of human excrement. He's just a bad person, Donald Trump. People don't like, like, listen, you can vote, and it doesn't make you a bad person for supporting him, okay? Donald Trump's a bad person. So what he did, and Ben Carson hasn't insulted anybody. He's never you may not like Ben Carson. You you may not be a fan of it, even if you're a leftist. You've got to admit he's one of the most polite candidates we've ever had. And he's one of the least dirty. He's running one of the least dirty campaigns we've ever seen. He's not attacking anybody. He just doesn't do it. It's not his thing. He's been criticized for not attacking anybody. He didn't go after Trump. Remember when Trump was trying to do his black guy fist bump high five with Ben Carson? <laughs> Listen, frankly, I'm down. OK, frankly, the Negroes
2: love me. They love me in the negro community with the coloreds. they love
0: the, they love the trump <laughs> so ben carson this is donald trump's tweet the day he finds out he's he's down in iowa ben carson
2: is now leading the polls in iowa too much mud santo cord creates issues in the brain. trump gop
4: hashtags his funny. hashtag game is very no, strong it's, it's very strong it's strong with that one you know it's funny because he was such a big carson fan cuz you know when he he praised Carson all the time until, until he's number two to Carson. Until he's number two, And then, then the cards, yeah, the, uh, the cards there. Well, you
0: know what he's done here. Ugh. So now he's pissed off everyone who likes Carson, right? Because he, he didn't say like, oh, you have a difference of opinion. You know what I mean? Like maybe you like the guy who hasn't given six figures to Clinton. You
2: know? Oh, you know what? Maybe maybe logically, listen. Maybe let me. Maybe you send me a message that you don't want the guy who wants to tax, who wants to increase taxes. Maybe you tell me a message you don't like the guy who supported Hillary Clinton. Maybe you're telling me you don't like the guy who voted for Barack Obama promoted. Maybe that's what you're telling me. Okay. Uh, let me take this. Let me take this a
0: grow from this. No, he doesn't learn. He doesn't grow. He just files chapter 11 and, and steals more stuff. So he's offended. Everyone who's voted for Ben Carson. He's probably offended a huge portion of people, certainly in Iowa and in the Midwest and anyone who works in the corn industry, which is a huge industry. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. It's always a personal attack and a personal compliment. I've talked about this when people are going, well, he was so nice to uh, Ben before, and he was he was so nice to Kanye West. You know, that, again, Kanye West is a stooge, right? But the only compliment to Kanye West wasn't, oh, you know, he's a great
2: MC. Frankly, I think that uh, 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 my dog Twisted Fantasy is one of the best hip-hop albums. I love the orchestration. I think he's brilliant. No, it was... Kanye West has been very good to me. I'm not going to say a bad word, okay, about Kanye West. Same
0: with, with Ben Carson. I think Ben Carson is a nice guy, okay? So when the compliment can only be personal, never professional, the insult is always personal as well. The insult is never like, hey, listen, who's Ben Carson? He's a terrible surgeon. You know, he, he
2: listen, here's the <laughs> fact. Here's, it's just Ben Carson, you, well, you have issues with the brain because you're eating corn. Frankly, I would have been the best at the surgery. <laughs> Frankly, People are taking this into consideration, okay? I would be very good at brain surgery. I would be the best at the
6: surgeries.
0: (laughs) You know what? I would love to have Donald Trump come into a jiu-jitsu class. People go, "Why?" well, you know, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. The reason I talk about combat sports is they're very humbling for the ego, right? We were talking about this this week where I was in the gym and this guy claimed he was an MMA fighter and – Here's a good example. Donald Trump doesn't like to place himself in situations where he can fail. It, observably, we were talking, you're getting started training. People who are following you at NACAJ you know that you've added weight to your lifts. You know, you started, you, you you would not lift it in a long time. You've added 30, 40 something pounds to your squat. Um, it's something to be proud of. You need to be eating more, of course. But if we go in there, right, and in. You're squatting, you know, whatever it is 135 or whatever you're doing, and I'm going and I'm squatting 315 or whatever it is, 300-something pounds, right? It's a big difference. Now, I don't say that to be an insult. It's because I've done it for a long time. So you can go in and tell me that you're, you
2: frankly, you know, I have a will. Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm going to find it. I'm going to do, okay, listen, I'll
0: be the best, okay, frankly, at lifting the barbells. You can say that all you want, but that weight's going to crush you, right? I can move it. You can't. Just like, just like grappling, wrestling, boxing, yeah. you can say, "Listen, yeah. I'm very tough. I'm very tough." Well, I've done it for years. Just like the barbell, I will crush you. Just like someone who's trained more than me will crush me very easily, like a bug. You know, I've rolled with people who world class, the Marcelo Garcias of the world, the Guy Meskers of the world, and just, just treat me like a child, right? But then other people, I treat them like a child. It is observable. You have to be humiliated. You get your. It's good for a man to get his ass kicked. Because you have to accept, you know what? There's a lot to learn. There's some. There's a place here for me to grow. Donald Trump is the kind of guy who would never do it. He would never do anything like that publicly because he'd rather tell you how great he is at all those things than actually fail in front of anybody.
4: It's a certain kind of delusional mindset. And it's, yes. It, we were talking about this. I'm like, you know, it's important to know what you know. But it's also important, I think, for people to be aware of what you don't know. Yes. Which could be equally important
0: sometimes. Right. Well, the, you know, that you old, have to
4: know the boundaries. You have to know the limits. You have to know what is that other people have on you that could, you know, in the physical setting could.
0: Yeah, it's could just I'm using you. it as an analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wouldn't, you know, he's the kind of guy be like, hey, Donald Trump, you know, Donald Trump, uh, uh, Chris Weidman over there in New York would kick your ass.
2: Frankly. OK, baby, maybe you think that. But I'd surprise you. Frankly, I think you'd be surprised. No, Donald, I think you'd be surprised. <laughs> I think you get mauled like a child. Now, listen, frankly, I was very tough. OK, baby, listen, frankly. frankly OK, how about we just put you in there? That OK, same thing. How about we get you on? A, how about that's why he doesn't want to talk about policy. That's why he doesn't want to talk about actual. So he'd rather just say, oh, too much cord to the brain. You're retarded. All of you are. Uh, you're friggin retards there in, uh, in uh, Iowa. Vote for Ben Carson
0: because he can't get into a, an issue of debates with him. Th- that's the problem here. He just wants to insult personally with Ben Carson. Um, so this is this is it's important to note because people would argue before, well Jeb Bush attacked him, well Carly Fiorina attacked him, well I mean, he's always been the one instigating attacks. Marco Rubio he's attacked everyone else. Ben Carson has never attacked him. When he was asked, we covered it about being insulted. He had some slight jabs by Trump, and he just said, I you know I just kind of laugh it off and continue. Here you go, Ben Carson, who's never attacked Donald Trump. His only fault. His only fault is winning. I
4: thought you were going to say being black.
0: Well, no, that's, yeah, that's uh, obviously what, what people would say, you know, uh, because conservatives don't like black people. That's a,
4: Well, it's, true. it's yeah. true.
0: We've paraded him out as a token, apparently. We all had a secret Klan meeting. By the way, the Klan converted to Republican. That's what after, two, after Robert uh, Byrd died. So it was always Democrat, converted to Republican, and we had a secret meeting so behind it's, everyone's it's back.
4: So grand old Klan, silent P. Yes. Silent P. Exactly, grand old
0: clan, grand old clan from the GOP, and um, it's just—it's just you know—it's a great—it's just a a, a ruse. Yeah, did ben you get Carson. your card
4: in the mail, by the way?
0: My racist card. Yeah. They, did you get that one? You um, updated the, the graphics. It's nice. No, I didn't. I got my um my uh, well, you know, listen, we'll talk about it afterwards. You know that that burning we did on the yard, there yeah. was some legal liability there that um, we might not want to get into. Um, so so should we save that for off air? We should save it for off air. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, the whole burning the cross thing. Is problematic. So I shouldn't tweet it. Well, what we should have done is we should have done it in a public park. We shouldn't have done it on the guy's lawn.
4: That makes sense now. In
0: hindsight, I see. He saw it as distasteful, and I can't say that I disagree with him entirely. Lauder with Crowder. We'll be back after this break. Hey, listener, what are you doing? You're listening to the show, but you're missing so much content at louderwithcrowder.com. Don't worry. I'm not trying to sell you anything, not any gold or self lubricating pocket catheters, just news, videos, and exclusive stuff that you don't hear on terrestrial radio. Again, it's, it's all free. We're not asking you to spend any money. Just visit there, get your news, and get a couple of laughs. If you
8: want to send me money, that's fine.
0: What? I don't even know. How, how did you get in this room? Cold, hard win? cash. This ad took a bad turn. Hey! louderwithcrowder.com. Don't listen to fun dip. It doesn't cost a thing. louderwithcrowder.com. Punk rock. I am your host, LadderwithQuadder.com. We're giving away an AR-15 right now. Pretty cool stuff. <sighs> Pretty cool stuff. People should go check it out if you want to win a scary black rifle and actually win some range time with me and not gay Jared. Hey, in other news, aside from Donald Trump sucking, um, Ahmed Clockboy.
4: Ach- you got to say the Ahmed. Ahmed? You got to put the ach- ach- in there. Did I get it wrong? I think you did. I think it's
0: Ahmed.
6: How dare you? how dare you
0: it's offensive okay i'll get it right ahmed 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 okay i'm sorry i just can't use it at my can't say that at my secret racist meetings because then they'll make fun of me yeah you, i've got to say it the american way America? so clock boy is moving clock boy who was invented to the white house is remember he, great american moving
4: to like louisiana
0: um. No. Think. Think. Uh. A little bit further east. Florida. It's
4: warm there. There's a lot of um, lots of stuff to do. Kids things. No.
0: Nope. No. Think a little
4: further east. A little further east. I. I'm not sure how much farther. I mean, Cuba. I think is technically a little more east. Yeah. You know, but well, I really think you south. could do that now. You probably could. Quit. I, I, I don't did even did, know did. it. Is did it? Did is it Qatar.
0: Qatar. Qatar. <laughs> how do you pronounce it? I don't know. I'm going to pretend to know. Qatar. Q-A-T-A-R. Q-A-T-A-R. You know, I've never like said it out loud. An, is that Be-
4: like South Carolina?
0: No, it's it's over there where they bomb Christians. Oh, see, that makes more sense now. That yeah, it makes it, more sense. Frame it that way makes a little bit more sense. A little more sense. It's not it's not Maine. It's not New England. No. Yeah, he's going over there. Clockboy is moving. So he did this. So literally the timeline is go to school take a clock out of a suitcase, uh, take it out of a clock, put it in a suitcase. Don't even crazy glue that crap. Just put it in there and walk to school, claim racism, meet with the White House, then move to the Middle East. By the way, he's now going to a school with ties to Hamas.
4: (laughs) Why is none of this is? It's it's all very surprising, and shocking, yet very not surprising or shocking. Well, here's here's the like statement. It all kind of falls in line with a, with a great plan. Here's it's a movie.
0: The Muhammad family issued this statement after careful consideration of all the generous offers received. <laughs> we would like to announce that we have we would like to announce that we have formally accepted a kind offer from Qatar Foundation for Science education, and community development. For Ahmed to join the prestigious QF Young Innovators Program, which reflects the organization's ongoing dedication to empowering young people and fostering a culture of innovation and creativity. You know,
4: when I think of innovation, I generally actually think of guitar.
0: <laughs> we better set his clock back 1,300 years. <laughs> hey, do you do, do you daylight savings? No, we do sundials here. <laughs> No, I know. It's one of those more modern countries. And it's so funny. People say it's modern. What they're really talking about are the skyscrapers. Hey, we're getting a tweet from Angry Tom uh, that he's trying to call in there to wham. Hey, Angry Tom, sorry today. We're actually not taking calls today because we have so many guests here on the line. But we will grab you soon and have you call in. Maybe we'll have Angry Tom next week. He's an angry chap. He's an angry shot. He's an angry chap. You know, Uh, I
4: heard about Angry Tom on a radio station the other day, and I wondered if it was him. It is him. Is he on all these radio stations?
0: Yeah, that's his thing. He calls into all these other all radio the programs. Other yeah, it
4: must have been the same guy. Because I thought, uh, you know, Angry and Tom, those angry, generic, but we put them together. I'm like, it's probably that guy.
0: Well, I don't think he liked us when we started the show because he was a Bill Bennett fan. Oh. and Bill Bennett's still on the on the station. We yeah. love Bill Bennett, but he just he takes Fridays off, and so a lot of people would rather have this program than just a, fi- a random you know fill in host. That's what it was, and we'd, we're not looking to replace Bill Bennett. And he was a big Bill Bennett fan. And so he thought, oh, it's Bennett. And we're like, no, no, we have no interest in going daily. We just, you know, we're just going to take this spot here on Friday. And then he became a fan. So there you go. You can convert people. Interestingly, the Qatar Foundation International partnered with the Department of State. Blah, 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 blah. Hold on. I've got this here. I have it up here on my, my website. Um, earlier this month, this same school foundation gifted a team and his family with a five-mile education city. Blah, 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 found anyway, what they did is they basically support Hamas. Yes, they've given... Four hundred million dollars to fund Hamas in the Gaza Strip. By the way, Hamas part of their charter uh, destroying the Jews. So this kid is now going to a, the thing is with Islam, you can't find a place. You know, like everyone has some some dirty laundry, right? Everyone has some skeletons in their closet, right? Especially if you're Hillary. Yes, but right? well, that's kind of beside the point. It's neither here nor there. She's a bitch. the point is with. Islam, you can't take part in any Islamic organization, government, and not be directly tied to terrorism. <laughs> uh, okay, well, Qatar is really new and modern. It doesn't matter. Uh, Abu Dhabi, it doesn't matter. Anywhere. Even Indonesia. These places where, where people, they just there is no real moderate Islamic society. Moderate Islamic society is maybe you m- maybe you get a judge. Who might say, all right, your your husband beat you too badly. We're gonna, we're gonna put him in the drunk tank. Like that's 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 moderate Islam. Either otherwise, if you're a woman, you're you're getting beaten and something's happening. If you're part of a, a Muslim-run government, you're gonna have some ties to terrorism. It's what you do. It's your shtick. You can't lose your shtick. <laughs> a Muslim without terrorism would not, I mean, what, what would they do? Muslim government, sorry, without terrorism, or taking money from the people. You know, like well, a lot of wealth there in a Dubai. No, they happen to have been born on oil, and these people take it. And there's royalty who's born into it. If you're if you're born into a second class in these countries, you're not you're not rising out of that. It's not like the United States where you can go from lower middle class to upper middle class to wealthy. And unless Bernie Sanders becomes president, then he's going to take it from you.
3: No wealthy should be making 500 grand.
0: That's Bernie Sanders. That's Bernie Sanders. I know it's it's meant to be Gilbert Godfrey because it's funny, you know.
3: Bernie Sanders' voice also talks like this up here for the wealthiest one percent and what they're taking. I get that his voice is up here; he talks like that.
0: But it's funnier to talk about him like this. That's what everyone hears. <laughs> it's what I hear. He's just nonsensical. So anyway, Clock Boy. Ah, he's a terror. The terrorists have him now. <laughs> Expect him to come back with a different suitcase clock. <sighs> just t- it's This happened so fast.
4: really escalated. It quickly.
0: escalated really, really, really quickly. I, I mean, it was fast. I just.
2: Yes, you are. That's sick. That's a sick thing to
6: do.
0: We'll be back. We'll be back with Stalker Jim. Check in and see how he's doing. We'll take a break from this a little bit, and ho- hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's better than Clock Boy. Hey, who knows? Maybe Clock Boy's gonna get blown up. That'd be fun. Ladder with Crowder. We'll be back. it's time for your Dating Advice Minute with Bill Cosby.
2: Now, this week's letter comes to me from Russ out there in White Settlements, Texas. They got a lot of whites because they settled down there in Texas. But we're gonna move on. He has a problem with his love bee being a busy bee. They don't find the time to get down the baloney bop and the pudding pop. What do we do, Mr. Cosby? Firstly, Russell, what I, did you see what Eddie Murphy did about me this last week? He did the jokes about me and the rape, and I thought it really crossed the line. What I would love to do with Mr. Murphy is the same thing you got to do with your busy bee. I'd give Mr. Murphy some coffee and a sip some drugs and I would go to... The...
1: This has been your Dating Advice Minute with Bill Cosby. <laughs>
0: Here we are back, dancing, listening to happy songs, and bringing on our most loyal listener. Don't call him a fan because he doesn't like it, but Stalker Jim. Are you there, Stalker Jim? Morning, Steven. Oh, good lord! You're coming in, coming in hot in the headphones. We got the levels I'm over good, good, Jared. Okay, well, we're good, so you can hear me. Good, so Stalker Jim, good, good to hear from you. How you doing, man?
9: I'm here. As I tell everyone at work, I'm here.
0: Yeah, but how are
9: you? Uh, I am managing. I am getting. To, I'm not ecstatic. I'm not depressed. I'm just mellow at the
0: moment. Well, that's good. Last week or the week before, Jared and I were concerned because you didn't tweet the program at all for the first time, and you, were, you seemed to be really, really cranky.
9: Uh, well, I thought you were a little sensitive myself, but. Um, yeah i well, I had seen a tweet that uh from someone that made me realize that I had this life changing experience last August and since then I hadn't done much of anything towards accomplishing my goals so i uh so last Thursday I gave myself till nine o'clock Sunday night to uh, get certain goals achieved uh, and I <laughs> I needed my concentration on that. It was uh, literally a deadline.
0: Now, when you say give yourself till nine o'clock, what does that mean?
9: That means exactly what it sounds like. I was going to either get certain things accomplished or I wasn't going to do anything ever again.
0: Jim, come on, you can't, why are you talking like that? Last time we talked about this, you said uh, no, not to be worried about that kind of thing. What, what? Well,
9: it's like this, and I have said this. I, my life's not particularly miserable. But it's not the life I want to live. Right. Uh, I'm going to live the life I want to live or I'm not going to live any life at all. And that's you know, that's not depression. That's not self-pity. It's determination. I'm not. No, going it to, is. I'm that's... not going to keep, keep plodding on uh, at the job that I've gotten. Now, by the way, I got a promotion. Yesterday. Oh, congratulations. Um, well, basically, I'm doing the job I've been doing for a year. It's just now I get a title and a name badge change, you know, well,
0: but um, you get any ra- you don't but- get a raise with that yet.
9: Yeah, it's it's uh actually I'll get I got a raise. It probably kicks into effect next uh, Thursday or next payday. Uh, and then in January February I'll we'll get another one. Um, well, they're yeah. upping the pay scales.
0: Jim, do you have do you have someone around who you can talk to about that stuff because we you know we, we we kid around here but man, you can't you can't be I got in that you, you, talking. <laughs> I got you. Well, you got me, but then you stopped talking with me and I was like, "Dude, what's up?" And I even no, messaged I you. you. Yeah, but I
9: stopped because I needed. To, I couldn't waste my time on Twitter. I had to focus and get done what I was planning on getting done. I didn't exactly get done what I plan on getting done, but I got other things done, and I was moving towards my goal. And what that told me was, is that if I figured, figuratively speaking, I put a gun to my head, I can actually get myself off my butt to work towards my goals because I have a self discipline problem. And if I don't crack the whip, I keep using metaphors for this, but if I don't, if I don't. Give myself an, or else I'll just I'll get complacent and spend my time on Twitter instead of uh, doing my work. And so,
0: hold on, was, Jared has something no, to ask no, Stalker,
4: stalker, Jim. We can only speculate as to what these these goals were. I can only assume that it includes stalking people. Is that kind of the case? <laughs> new people no, stalk I had to, to
9: do not not exactly. Um, they involved creating uh, Morgan Pierce and um,
4: Pierce Morgan. It,
9: no, Morgan Pierce. He has absolutely no relation whatsoever to do with any real-life douchebag uh, dying bag of rats. Okay. And it's douchey that's dying bag of rats. Nothing to do with... Absolutely. No, that, that's, it's just total, just a coincidence of names. But, yeah, he's. Uh, I'm working on a video game, and he's the, uh, the... Morgan Pierce is the antagonist. He's a space pirate.
0: Oh, okay. So are, have you been... Well, all right. Firstly, I want to get back. So are you better since you hit your deadline stuff? Are you in a better place?
9: Yeah. I found out, like I said, if I... You know, give myself an ultimatum. And if I kick myself in the rear, I can actually accomplish things rather than. Have you seen a a professional?
0: Have you seen a professional at all, like about about medication or something like that? If you're. I mean, because if you're. Prostitution's illegal in
9: this state. The what? Prostitution's illegal in this state. Oh, come on now. I see what you did there.
0: (laughs) Stalker, suicidal stalker Jim still has his sense of humor. Uh, Have you seen a professional, though? Like about. No. Why not? I don't need to. Yes, you
2: do. (laughs) <laughs> what, what's a professional going to tell me? Well, listen, uh, man. If that. you're feeling
0: that way, you need to at least get some scans going on. Figure out what's going on with your neurotransmitters. They can, they have medication that can help with that. It's, you may.
9: It's not. It's not chemical. It's not biochemical. You don't know
0: that. You're not a doctor. You're not uh, no, Ben Carson. This it, this wasn't
9: induced by depression. I mean, I've lived with depression for a long time, but it wasn't induced by depression. It was uh, okay. You're a Christian, so you believe in God, right? Yeah. I, I believe in God. I call myself a shirt-tailed Christian because I came to it late in life. Okay. Um, this is basically tell- me telling God, look, I'm going to put in the effort, but if your plan for me is to keep mopping floors at Walmart, um, that ain't my plan, and I'm not going to go along with it. Now, I know that's blasphemous to say, and I already apologized to him for saying it, but I said it anyway, and I stood by it. And that was the thing is I want my life to change, and right. that's how determined I was to have it change.
0: Well, okay, when you want your life to change, you mean you want to work somewhere else? Do you want want a promotion to a specific position? I mean, what is it like, you know, what what is it that we could do or next time you come on that we could say, okay, here are some positive changes? Because you need to set, like I said, set some goals, but what should we check in on to make sure, you know, that you're not doing a Carradine? Since
9: since, carotene? Since I was uh, 18, I wanted to write video games and something always came along, usually me, that, Prevented me from uh, completing. I've completed like one uh, since that time, right? And uh, so I, I want to do that for a living. I want to create animations for a living. I want to write. Um, I, you know, I have lots of story ideas. been my favorite way of expressing them, though, is through video games and through animation. And uh, the tools have come so far over the years. I've got so much to learn and um, or relearn. And uh, so it's just you know, constant. Whenever I come home. I, I work 11 hours. I come home, I fall asleep. I wake up. I spend the rest of my time till I have to go back to work, uh, trying to learn stuff and and uh, get some. Like I'm working with the Unreal Four engine right now, game engine. And okay.
0: God, that's oh, now you're in,
9: you're in Santa Barbara, right? No, I'm in. I'm at the center of the universe, Oklahoma City.
0: Oh, oh, that's where did you get Santa? Oh, you went to Santa Barbara. I went to Santa Barbara. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're in Oklahoma City. That's right. And we made fun of you one time for Oklahoma City, I think, and you didn't like it. Um, <laughs> Oklahoma oh, I, it's, a,
1: it's, a
0: big, it's a big. It is a big wrestling. Uh, big wrestling school there in Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. They're yeah. unreal.
1: Yeah, I think.
0: Well,
9: back when I was young, when I was at Iowa State, Iowa State was the only one that could beat them.
0: Yeah. Well, Oklahoma State actually, I think next to you know you've got the Yankees and Oklahoma State's wrestling team is like the second winningest division of sports. In sports history, they've won more championships uh, than than anyone. My
9: sister would know that. I I didn't know that, but my sister would. She's a big OSU fan.
0: No, that makes sense. Well, Jim, this is this is this is terrible. We're going to bring you on for a light segment, (laughs) and you're talking about offing yourself in a closet. (laughs) I mean, this isn't this isn't nice. So, you know, my earpiece came out. Well, you know, that's the least of your problems. What's the least of my problems?
9: My earpiece came out.
0: Yeah, that's the least of your problems, Jim. (laughs) <laughs> you should see a professional. I want you to see. Will you do that? Will you go see a professional? Will you go see someone? I don't have any
9: vacation. I don't have any vacation time coming up until go February. Go on a Saturday. I can't afford a trip to Vegas before then. Oh, God. Oh, excuse me. It have to be reno. This is the perfect example.
0: Vegas. And you know what? You make me feel bad about myself because when I see people, I do. I have a professional I go to they're like, well, you avoid issues through humor. And, and you're doing it now. You're doing what I do. Only you're doing it with something more serious.
9: Uh, it's like I, I'm trying to explain. I knew I wouldn't be able to explain it to you. It was not a matter of, oh, I'm so, I am so feel so sorry for myself. I'm so depressed. Life's not worth living. Life's worth living. And I've, I've determined. Actually, back in 2013, I was chased across town by the El Reno tornadoes. And I don't care what anyone wants to say. They were out to get me. And they nearly did. Okay. And I was laughing at myself because why was I trying so hard to live when every day it was a matter of, you know, I had to convince myself to keep on living at that point
4: and stalked by tornadoes. This is the yeah, iron that is vibration. so rich. Is like, it'll give you gout. This is uh, this is, and this is your bat experience.
9: Well, that convinced me that, yeah, I want to live. I just don't want to live this life. And the other thing is, uh, October is always a rough a month for me. Anyway, my mom died on Halloween four years ago. So oh, I'm sorry. So yeah, so I'm always, that, that always emphasizes the depression and stuff anyway. So, and there's a lot of guilt and stuff associated with that. So
2: did it happen you know, on I Halloween?
9: Uh, well, she died on Halloween, uh, May, uh, October twenty ninth. She had a uh, blood clot in her heart, and they didn't get her to the hospital in time, so she was brain damaged, and she died on Halloween morning, three oh seven.
0: Stalker Jim's mom passed away on Halloween night. That is, yeah, that's, and she's Irish, so she might have turned into a banshee. That's scary, man. That's scary stuff. That really is scary stuff. You know, my well, we had both of my mom lost both relatives around Christmas, and I will tell you this. You know, my mom was really depressed about that, but she made the decision that Christmas was so important in our family that she wasn't going to let it ruin for her. And actually, she's gone full bore now, where before Thanksgiving, she has the Christmas trees up, she has the decorations up, oh. and she makes it the warmest, most Christmassy house, and she has gone full bore on the other side of it and has turned it into a time of... So maybe you just need to have like a crazy Halloween party, bobbing for apples, uh, you know, hocus-pocus.
1: My dad died
9: near uh, Christmas in 2000. And for years, we didn't celebrate Christmas because it was just, you know, memories were too strong and all like that. Uh, last year, I and I've already got it up again this year, I've got a little tree on my Christmas table with a little village. I've, and I decided I'm going to get little decorations each year Good. and expand on that. So, like I said, it's when I, it's when the tornadoes chased me, I realized that it wasn't that I didn't want to live. It's that I didn't want to live the life I had. And that's, that puts it up to me to make the life I want to live. And the problem I have, I realize I have two problems. One – yeah, I have more than two, but go. Well, two two essential problems of uh, in terms of achieving my goals. I have uh, no self discipline, and I procrastinate.
0: You know what? Uh, you know what? Here's what you need to do because you always give off. me crap on Twitter when I talk about lifting. Or like, I have no interest in that. I have no interest in just <laughs> that. that. Would help with your self discipline because Jared Gay Jared will tell you he was a he he wasn't self starter, and we sometimes I got to crack the whip. You know, I fire him a few times a week. But he's gotten better about it, and, and training does that, because if you get into the physical discipline, mentally, it does help just to have something to do and, and to have a routine, that you should do that, Jim.
9: Stephen, I laid brick for 27 years, including lifting a couple hundred... Uh, it's not the same thing. ...block each day, about 45 pounds each. Um, <laughs> it's the same sweat
0: it's not the it's, same thing i'm talking about setting a time where you go in and you're you have a log So you're measuring. So you go, oh, I squatted 200 pounds last week. I squatted 210 this week. So you see measurable progress. And you know what that is? That's what we call a violation of expectations. I'm going to give you a little bit of schooling here, Jim, on how you're, because you may think there's no issue, but there is an issue. You probably have a dopamine deficiency. And what you need to do is violate expectations. In other words, when you have goals and you exceed them, that's where you get that feel-good dopamine neurotransmitter. And so you get that every single time you go into the gym and you're exceeding what you set as your goal. And it's a way to do it every single week. And that's why uh, Teddy Rose, was so big on it called it the strenuous life I think it would do you some good if you won't take my advice and go see a a professional but I really recommend you go see a professional
9: so you think uh, once a week uh, going to the gym once a week and you're really big on squats I don't know why but you're really big on squats
0: yeah well no I I think two three times a week is what you should do and um, we're gonna have to go to a break man we're gonna check in with you Let's check in with you. I don't if it's not next week, the week after, but we can tweet about okay. it. And i starting strength by Mark Ripto is what you should read. Stalker Jim, keep your chin up and don't do anything you're gonna regret, all right? We're checking in with you.
4: He is he's awesome.
0: that was Stalker Jim. It took a dark turn. It took a, it took
4: a
7: really Usually dark it's always segments. fun
0: with Stalker Jim. I don't want to be the guy who's responsible for uh, you know something happening to be like yeah Steven Crowder's Docker Jim like we want it we want the guy to do what well. we want to get, we, just, we want to help the just guy we ruined Christmas and Halloween and we ruined Christmas and Halloween for everybody well we'll check we'll come back in with uh, I don't know I'm gonna clear my head lotter with Crowder. <laughs> Hey, this is Steven Crowder here to tell you about a contest at louderwithcrowder.com where one lucky winner will win a free AR-15 rifle. That's right. While everyone else is scared and clamping down on guns, we're literally giving them away at ladderwithcrowder.com. Steven, isn't isn't that illegal? It's not illegal to give away rifles just frowned upon. Oh, but well what about background checks? Well, yeah, we're doing it in partnership with AR15.com, our wonderful sponsor. They do background checks. They have a custom yeah. shop. They can ship it out to FFLs. Been doing it for a long time. I'll actually be buying the rifle, but giving it away at ladderwithcrowder.com to one lucky winner. Oh, well, can I enter to win? No, you, you know that you would never make it past a background check. Jared. Jared, you know, you never make it past the background check, right? Yes. Enter to win at louderwithcrowder.com for your very own free AR 15 rifle. That's louderwithcrowder.com in partnership with AR 15. Partying in the studio, I am your host, Stephen Crowder, lotterwithcrowder.com, to get all the info and the tidbits that you don't get here on the program. See, that's called letting a little bit of, you're drawing it out. People are going to think, like, what's he going to say next? Is it going to be AIDS? Program. <laughs> program is another. I was word. thinking AIDS. I was thinking AIDS. I would have I, bet on AIDS. I thought that was the direction he was going to go. Um, so, you know, it's it's uh, we've got something here. That, um, oh, wait, Breaking... Yeah, wait, Breaking News. Can we go to that? No. no, no. Oh, thank
4: you
2: This is Breaking News on with Crowder. I'm Perry Matheson. This week, while the Benghazi Committee was going on with Hillary Clinton... A story lost under the radar that Bernie Sanders' papers regarding rape fantasy, which he wrote several decades ago, surfaced when the subject spoke out and, in fact, alleges actual rape will keep you abreast
3: as the story develops Bernie Sanders' rape. I
0: know that. That's terrible. That is terrible. Did he just say Bernie Sanders raped somebody? I think that's what he—that's uh, not implied, perhaps. It's uh, alleged.
4: I think this. We need to check this. Well, there's no Perry. way. Yeah, there's no Guy way Alts. we're making that
0: claim. No, there's no way anyone. No. Perry might be rape fantasy. I don't know. I mean, the rape fantasy. We all know that he, he wrote about rape fantasy. Yeah, he wrote some weird stuff. I, mean, it's, I don't it's, think he raped that really someone. Escalated though. That es- yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think he actually raped somebody. No, he wouldn't do that. Bernie Sanders wouldn't do that oh, to America, would he? Maybe a billionaire. Maybe a billionaire. Maybe he probably uh, really,
4: he had a coming. Yeah. Let's just, let's. I mean, we can see that. I can picture that.
0: Well, you think it would be a he? You know, yeah, kind of like Jeff Goldblum in, in Death Wish when he went after the wealthy lady.
4: Yeah, yeah. I, didn't see I that could
0: lady. see that. I, no I could about. see that. Allegedly. Though. Allegedly. Bernie Sanders only allegedly raped somebody. Uh, while we're talking about Denmark, just <laughs> <laughs> segue Well he loves Bernie Sanders loves the Scandinavian countries. That's true. That's true. He's always pointed to the Scandinavian countries as a success for welfare, success for uh for I don't know, not, not gun control, but, but health care, everything. He points to places like Denmark, Sweden, Norway, places where, by the way, far, far right uh, election, I don't have it in front of me, either Sweden or Switzerland party came in like a harsh anti-immigration. Like I'm I'm talking like nitger gibbs! kind of uh, party, a party that just wants to get rid of uh, Muslims. That's the kind of populist uh, uprising that you have in these countries because it's become a real problem. But we have this up on the website to fix a broken welfare system. You know, hit your damn cough button. Oh, okay. Well, I heard you coughing to fix broken welfare. Denmark released an ad that is quite titillating. Ironic. It has the word tit in it uh, that encourages people to have more sex. You had Derek's attention there, with that word. I did. I noticed his head perked up. He usually sleeps <laughs> through segments. <laughs> what? He's just shaking his head. Look at him. He just shamed him. I just he shamed. shamed him. It's okay. We can ah. say that on air, Derek. Don't worry about it. If anyone's losing their job, it's not you. It's me. Um, so they have a problem now with welfare. He's awake now. Look at him. Look at him. Look at, him. Look at Derek's he awake. awake. Look, he actually he has a dog in the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so... They released this ad telling people to have more sex, and it's got a woman, and it's got that, uh, that, like, a parody kind of a Fast Times at Ridgemont High, that famous shot of her coming out of the pool. Why? Because the Danish welfare system is under a huge amount of pressure. Their birth rate is still too low, uh, despite a little bit of progress after last year's effort. So they're asking their country to basically start breeding more. And this is up right now. It's it's a broken system, right, in Denmark. So it's important to note that when Bernie Sanders praises all of these Scandinavian countries, little known fact, Germany is not in there. A lot of people think Germany, because they look that way. They're not. I think the the Nordic or Scandinavian countries, I know it includes Sweden, um, Denmark, Norway. I think Iceland is in there. Mm.
4: Switzerland? Is that, are they in there I don't know. I don't think not?
0: Swiss. I don't think the Swiss or the Germans are in there.
4: Swiss. Great pocket knives.
0: Great pocket knives. Aside cool. from that, they don't do little, anything. Little toothpick. Little That's toothpick. Genius. Little toothpick in the pocket knife.
4: Ah, brilliant.
0: It's like we, you know, fought off the world's greatest evil superpower the world has ever known. We keep the world safe. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, are the single greatest industrial and economic and innovative force the the human population has ever seen. They put toothpicks in knives, but they're very good toothpicks. Very good toothpicks. They don't. They last forever. Yeah. I've
4: been using my granddaddy's toothpick, and his granny, granddaddy used. Beforehand. They've been using the same toothpick. Same toothpick.
0: Yeah, it lasts a long time. It lasts a long time. Except it's BPA, so it gives you cancer. The thing about that's how granddaddy went. That's. <laughs> <laughs> from a swiss army knife toothpick the problem here is so you have denmark right all these people who have this welfare program this i mean they call it the welfare state that's what they use in their elections they say they support the welfare state so when people here say you're just using socialism as code for the n-word remember that when people said barack obama was a socialist yeah. or like you really just want to say the n-word well now bernie sanders calls himself a european socialist and um you've got these people they call themselves socialists and they support the welfare state well, the problem is now they're saying, "Well, I want my welfare. I want what I, I want. What's in the system?" And the government's having. I
5: want nothing like it.
0: That there's nothing left. <laughs> there's absolutely nothing left. And it's the same thing with Social Security in the United States. People don't understand. You know, it kicked in at sixty-five. Average life expectancy was sixty-seven. We had the baby boom generation. We had more workers per retiree. Now we have more retirees per workers. You just consistently have to add more people through a birth rate or you have to change the the price tag. The price is wrong, bitch. You have to change the price tag. And that's what's happening in Denmark. So when Bernie Sanders praises these Scandinavian countries, he's praising them about six, seven years ago. He's not praising the reality of where they are now. So do the research if you're thinking Bernie Sanders has good ideas, and you're thinking that these countries have done really well. These are campaigns being put out by their own states, saying it's not working, we need to get rid of immigrants, and we need to increase birth rates. So they're saying, all right, they're electing anti-immigrant parties. No more refugees, and you guys need to start screwing like rabbits. Okay? This is the advice from the government. We have like rabbits. Well, we had like our rationing during World War II. They're doing the opposite. They're doing opposite sex rationing. They're encouraging more sex. Conspiracy theory? You can't buy any more condoms in Denmark. I believe it's an inside job. with Crowder. We'll be back. And now time for Gentle Insults
1: with Dr. Ben Carson. As you've seen this week in the polls in uh, Iowa, the campaign has pulled ahead, and I feel pretty confident that there's no need for us to uh, engage in mudslinging. And uh, Donald Trump has, of course, been very cross and insulted me and the people of Iowa after this poll has come out. And I would uh, kindly request to Donald Trump, I respect the man that uh, he needn't get so upset about the fact that he's, he's now dragging behind in eight points that um, what effectively amounts to this political sexual accostment can be gentle uh, if he self-lubricates. This has been Gentle Insults with Dr. Ben Carson.
3: You're getting louder with Crowder. But you're a strange animal, i got to follow. Oh, I'm in the speedy to
6: say. Oh, you're a strange animal.
0: That's what I'm coming up soon. Not right now, but soon. Soon. Frankly, he's
2: coming out soon, Okay. All that court is best with his braid because he's not a Trump fan.
0: Oh, I just, you know, I would never, I would never, I I would never shoot anybody. So Sterling Heights, Michigan, they've decided to put up, they wanted to put up a mosque. Here's another story for you. For those of you who missed it, of course, our wonderful home station, wham, Detroit, Ann Arbor, Southeast Michigan, all the way out to Lansing, but not entirely through Lansing because your city sucks. <laughs> Lansing is such a piece of crap town. It's pretty bad. Oh, it's so through, bad.
4: I through there the other day, and it was, it was
0: rough. You do, yeah, you're, you don't go to Lansing. Well, you're sent to Lansing.
4: Yeah. Well, exactly. I was doing a little roundabout around Lansing, and then there was a detour that sent me right at the heart of Lansing. I had to make like an S-curve, like through Lansing. It was terrible. <laughs> I thought I was going to die.
0: Oh, you know what? This is actually, before we get into this, a stalker Jim just asked me, if Trump comes on the show, would I do my impression? Absolutely. Now, Donald Trump is aware of the show. We reached out directly to his people. And I don't think that he'll be coming on the program. This is what I will say. Let's talk about this first, the politics, a little bit. Carly Fiorina, I had her on the show. I've always liked her. I have always said she's not the only candidate for whom I could vote. But I was really impressed with her. I'm not impressed with her lately. I said I reserve the right to change my mind. I'm not impressed with the way she's running her campaign lately. They've completely squandered her lead. You know what happened is Carly Fiorina came in. She was the guerrilla candidate. She was willing to go where other people weren't to go. weren't willing to go. She was willing to be aggressive. She was willing to, um, you know, just be a little, run a little bit of an alternative campaign, an aggressive ground game. She gained all this traction. And my guess, I can't say this for sure, my guess is once she gains some traction, they always think, now we have the money, let's bring on the real campaign managers. And they bring on the same recycled old campaign managers who managed other people, whether it's Romney, whether it's John McCain, whether it's George Bush. And then they lose what brought, they don't dance with the one that brought them. And I think that's what Carly Fiorina is doing, really disappointed in her really disappointed
4: you don't hear hear anything
0: we don't hear anything from her you know why because she's playing it nice now playing it safe this is what they tell you it's it's kind of like a boxer right and they go listen you're in the lead just ride out the rounds she's not in that point she still needs to be swinging 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 hard and she's not so i i see her i see her fading away now i thought you know if she if she'd have kept doing what she was doing i really do think she could have had a good chance of the nomination, but not now. So if, 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 if. What uh, do you expect to hear from
4: her in the, uh, I mean, I think the next debates are next week. Do you think, think
0: I think so. she'll do well, Does but I think now up? there's going to be a lot of attacks on her on the Planned Parenthood thing. I think she needs to be able to defend it. And I, you know, if she, if she plays it, she needs to act like a contender, not a champion. And when she was a contender, she was hungry. So this is not me talking about her character or saying, I think she'd still make a formidable president, as I do think many of the GOP nominees, but uh, she needs to act like a contender. So speaking of that, I will say this. Why do people think, well, she was the only one who came on the show with no talking points. So listen, Donald Trump's people got back to us. We'll see. Ted Cruz's people running the shield. Okay, sure. And then when we say, hey, no talking points extended, we don't hear back. This has happened with a few other candidates. I don't want to mention all the candidates because some of them haven't gotten back to us. And and to be fair, the Ted Cruz campaign people, um, they haven't fully gotten back to us, but everyone's okay with it until we send them the rule. No talking points and it's a full half hour. And then everyone backs out. Of course, Trump would back out. Trump can't handle it. Um, We'll see with some of the other candidates, but the only one thus far has been Carly Fiorina. So if people go, well, why did you have Fiorina on? Are you can't? No, I'm not campaigning for. Her. She's the only one who agreed to do that. And that impressed me. Uh, we're always very straightforward with people with this program. You come on the show. We don't really do a lot of politicians. Why? Because we've done it a couple of times. And I said, OK, never again. When they come on and go, well, Stephen, it's interesting you bring that up in my book. No, done. You're gone. I have no interest in that. That's not what this show is about. Fiorina was the only one who was willing to do that. Ted Cruz, if you're willing to do it, I'd love to give you the platform. Same thing with Rubio. Same thing with um, with Carson. Uh, same thing with, who else is there right now? Rand Paul. A- anyone. A- you want to do it, no talking points, great. You know where to find us. And, and frank- frankly, Carly Fiorina saw a really big bump when she did it. She did that, our show, the night before the, the, day, of, the, the day, day of the debates, debates. Yep. and uh, had a big surge because, you know what? A lot of young people didn't know who she was. We're, you know, this is the Donald Trump thing. If you want to, if you're a conservative right now and you want to reach people who aren't the 72-year-old, that's the median demo on cable news right now is 72. That's the mean viewer. This is where you come. This is where you come. The average viewer listener for us is a 29-year-old male. Republicans, they don't like you. You want to try and convince them? This is your shot. I'm not saying we're doing millions and millions of listens on the program. We're doing millions and millions of page views and millions of video views every month. That's, yeah, that's a time. We still do quite quite good numbers on the show, especially as it goes into syndication. I'm not saying we're the top show. I'm saying we are the only conservative-ish program with that demographic. If you want to reach those people... Don't put don't put a little 14-year-old on your reaching out to the young millennial group. This is where you're relevant. And I tell you what, conservatives are afraid of it. They've abandoned it. And that's why I'm a little, you know, that's why I'm a little disenchanted with conservatives right now. We know, we peek behind the curtain. I've, I've met nearly everyone who's running at some point or another. I've been in a room with them. Most of them are good people. But I also know the people who surround them. And the people who surround these candidates generally are not good. Generally speaking, they've made a career... There's a reason people use the term politician as a synonym for something negative. And it's not always the politicians themselves, but it certainly is the handlers. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens. But yeah, you know, we were really disappointed. Actually, Ted Cruz was supposed to be coming on this week. And then uh, they said, yep, tentatively. And then we didn't hear back. So hopefully we'll hear from him next week. I like Ted Cruz. This is not designed to pressure. He has no obligation whatsoever. But if you're going to be a conservative if you're going to be a Republican, your people should be accountable. Your people shouldn't tentatively book things and then disappear when they hear rules they don't like. Mm -hmm. Just tell us, Mm -hmm. no talking points, unedited, we're not comfortable with it. Fair? I think that's fair. What were you gonna say, Gideon?
4: Well, I mean, we just, we threw this up as a big problem we had this week and I think we don't want it to overshadow our little problem this week that being we've had a really hard time tracking down a midget this week
0: yeah we were trying to find a we've had a really tough a midget for uh, a video we're doing it's a this big week problem. and it's real there's a site was it rentadwarf.com it rent rentamidget.com i think it was no i think it's rentadwarf rentadwarf apparently dwarf is less offensive well i think dwarf is really what you are looking for because you want those those characteristics <laughs> well here's the thing midget is offensive now Dwarf isn't right. I argue that's 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 entirely inappropriate. Here's why: midget was created for them, right? Mm-hmm. Dwarf was created for mystical creatures with, with beards. Yeah, with beards. Yeah, they still use it in like Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. They're dwarves.
4: Well, we we put it out on Twitter this week, and I I still agree that probably the best term is, is little trooper. Little I trooper. I think that's probably <laughs> that was politically correct. Well, we returned? I don't know. You said we, we would have a hard time finding a said little trooper this week <laughs> because because we needed to find someone who was you know the chances of finding a dwarf a midget little trooper who was conservative who was yeah it was very hard who's very you know who was in on being made fun of who was down with the, no not being made fun of making fun of Hillary Clinton Hillary Clinton I think. But I think I boiled that Well I have a need, theory.
0: All you need is you don't need a,
4: a conservative dwarf. You don't need one who's down you need one dwarf who believes in capitalism.
0: I have a theory. That's all you need. Did you know that there's midget money for college? I do now. It, there's a grant. I do now. There are all kinds of social programs for midgets. Little little troopers. <laughs> little troopers. <laughs> if you <laughs> check yourself. <laughs> Check, check your check your height privilege <laughs> it's true it's true there's like if you're under five foot you get the money but I know someone who's under five foot and you would never even consider them a dwarf little person midget whatever because it just, it's just a short person just looks like you know looks like you but short <laughs> Um. so I just I so I have a theory that like many minority groups midgets are on the, the Democrat plantation and they feel as though Democrats will give them more stuff. More stuff. And I, I think it's an important voting base. It's a small voting base, but it's an important uh, voting base.
4: I don't know. We, I was just shocked we didn't get any I mean, they should be chomping at the bit for this opportunity. This is a big deal. Yeah. This is a paid gig.
0: I mean, we don't want them to bite off more than they can chew.
4: No. <laughs> we, we
0: don't want to shortchange them. No, we don't want to shortchange them. <laughs> What a, <laughs> There's no this and this is it. We're, what we want to pay. Days wait. Yes, we want to pay. If you, you tweet me at S Crowder, if you want to do this, we are looking to pay. We're not looking to embarrass anyone. We're not trying to cut you down to size. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a but a little trooper would
4: really really make this video.
3: <laughs> a little trooper would. Um, <laughs> A little trooper would be pretty, 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 pretty pretty good.
0: We didn't even get to the Sterling Heights mosque, but it's true. We actually are looking for a midget for a video to make fun of Hillary Clinton. I'll tell you why. It's a Halloween themed video. It's urgent. And you know what? You just people, you know, people complain about not being able to find good work these days. You can't find good workers. And a lot of that is illegal immigrants, but a lot of people don't factor into the equation. The large midget contingency. They just, they simply don't have the work ethic that midgets used to have. You give them free college. Well, if you put two of them together and put like a big coat. Maybe, like little rascals. Yep. We'll be back. Brandon, Brandon Dick Morse after this. I didn't see you there. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just relaxing and enjoying my 1978 Bordeaux, a fine beverage after a fine game of racquetball at the Wimbledon. There's no more quality establishment than the Wimbledon, you know. That sounds fun. I don't really know a whole lot about wine. That's why I go to SimplifiedWine.com or I just call their number. What's that number, Jared? 844-297-WINE. Oh, where'd he come from? His voice aggravates me. I have him chained to a caravan. For simpletons like me who don't know a whole lot about wine, just what I like, it makes it easy. I either get the call, go to the website, talk with a sommelier, list what I like, what I don't like, my budget, and can have it shipped directly to my door, or gift wrapped and sent to a friend. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Simplified wine, you say? I prefer more of a barrier to entry. (laughs) I know you do, Lyle, but you're an elitist bastard. That's why for simpletons like me, I prefer simplifiedwine.com or just calling 844-297-WINE. to be back we're missing our guest you know this is the problem with young people and this is why conservatives hate them you book them you get them and then they just don't show up and that's what just happened with Brandon Morse Brandon Brandon Dick Morse of everyjoe.com uh, well, we'll figure it out. If we get him on for you guys. Uh, we'll we'll will will dress him down on air because he des- because he deserves it. So before I was talking about the Sterling Heights, Sterling Hearts, Sterling Heights, Michigan. They were trying to build a mosque, and um, the city I don't know committee, city city planning commission in a nine to zero vote, nine to zero unanimous, voted to deny the building of a twenty thousand square foot mosque. In a residential area of their town, now of course people will tell you this is because of racism, but they had list, uh, they listed reasons. Those against the mosque say it would cause too much traffic and congestion. Uh, a small group hinted that it l- could link to extremism. In Sterling Heights, Michigan, mosque leaders said they offered to revise and downsize the plan. But uh, there were a lot of city residents who said, this is Sterling Heights. They feel like they're in Baghdad. You know, the only place in all of the United States where you can actually hear the call to prayer, the Islamic call to prayer, is Hamtramck, Michigan, which a lot of people don't realize. I didn't know that. Yeah. it's at, And you would think it's Dearborn. It's actually Hamtramck.
4: Hmm.
0: Um, and, and it used to be almost entirely Polish. So you can actually hear, you know, you wake up and you're, ay, ay, ay. well, actually, you know, what? I think I have it somewhere. Do I have it? Yeah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu
1: Akbar. My
0: and then someone gets blown up. Yeah, someone dies. Usually, that's we don't. The, we that's don't want to bomb. Cue. Actually, this actually
4: technically sets them off.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, it's. It is absolutely true. Yeah. You don't. You wish it weren't the case. Here's the deal. Now when people talk about this and they talk about Michigan, they try and act as though Dearborn is just this great, peaceful place, this enclave of culture. No. Domestic abuse is through the roof and a lot of people won't even answer domestic abuse calls. They just kind of let them govern themselves there in Dearborn. We've talked about this. Uh, Omar Osama Sablani, who actually is in charge, he's the editor of the largest Arab Islamic publication in the United States. So it's not fringe. This is the biggest publication there is in the United States. He is there in Dearborn. And he actually, when talking about Pam Geller and the Draw Muhammad cartoon and people tried to kill him, he said that she was worse than ISIS for drawing Muhammad. So again, this is mainstream Islam. People get really mad when we talk about Islam. We've talked about it a lot. We usually bring in um, Gerald Morgan to talk about it. But we've done a little bit of digging to uh, into Osama Siblani, who supports Hezbollah, who supports Islamic countries that uh, grossly abuse the rights of women of gays, of people across the country. So Sterling Heights at this point has said, no, no more, enough. We're not going to, we don't want this mosque here. We don't want to be Dearborn. We don't want to be Baghdad. And um, people are mad. This is, so you can read about it at ladderwithcrowder.com. I'm interested to see how this develops when they put their foot down because usually then you get clock boy and they hire some lawyer and it becomes some Islamic anti-defamation group and they lie and then they send you to a Hamas-affiliated school in Qatar. Qatar is it like is it considered racist to just say that no Islamic country has ever gotten it right? Can we just say that? Can we just be honest about it that they all just suck horrendously there no there's no place I would want to live in the Islamic world maybe as a man mm. as a woman there's no place I would want to live no. in the Islamic world. No. if I were a man who was doing business with the rich oil the oil rich people in the Middle East, you know, I would be privileged you know and I wanted to stomp on others you could do it mm-hmm. Because that's what a lot of leftists or even so-called Republicans are like, well, actually, we deal in, uh, in Dubai with these people. It's not like those. They're not Bill Gates. They're not Steve Jobs. These are people who were born into oil money. They've stolen it from their citizens. And some stupid American pseudo crony capitalist acts as though I'm doing business there in Dubai. No, you're a piece of crap. You're doing business with people who have raped, literally raped their citizenry of any wealth whatsoever it's not a capitalist system and you're a guy going in this. you're a guy they put on a good face they eddie haskell the deal if you're a woman there you still get the short end of the stick or or i mean you can i mean you get the long end of the stick and you try and report it and you're the one who's jailed or killed there was that english reporter there in dubai or was it abu dhabi i always confuse the two who we wrote about this she reported a rape and she was the one who was in trouble she had to flee the country this is what people don't want in the United States. This is what people don't want here in America. It's not that your skin is brown, okay? Islam is not a race. Muslim is not a race. It's a, it's, it's as much of a political ideology as it is in a, a religious ideology. Speaking of ideology, Bernie Sanders, irony alert. Bernie Sanders is a cheap tipper. Oh, I saw this. So this is on TMZ. Fantastic. He went to a coffee shop in L.A. Now I don't want to say cheap because it was fifteen percent, but here's the thing: it was exactly fifteen percent calculated.
4: Is hilarious because it's the one time his math worked.
0: It's the one time his math worked with Bernie <laughs> it's spot Sanders. Spot on. Like it all added up. I'm gonna promise free college and health care. That's eighteen trillion dollars.
3: Ah! I don't have my graph calculator.
0: He never does the math properly, but then when it comes to tipping, he wants to make sure he doesn't pay a penny more than fifteen percent. Two
4: forty-four point
0: five cents
4: this week. No, I actually. Yeah, he admitted this, it. it's really? not
0: the top one percent. He's like, well, we'll have to go a little lower. Well, again, top five percent is all families with one hundred ninety thousand or more. All families with one hundred fifty thousand or more annually. You're rich. Bernie Sanders wants to tax you more. Ninety percent for the five hundred thousand or more. Seventy uh, percent. As best we know, he hasn't come right out and say it, said it. But a bill was sixteen twenty five. In uh, I think it was Los Angeles. I've got it right in front of me. And he left exactly two dollars and forty four cents as a tip. Now fifteen percent tip is is passable, but borderline. Generally speaking, now eighteen is kind of the agreed upon. Twenty, you know, if they're good, at least. Here's here's the point. Did Bernie Sanders go the extra mile? Did he pay his fair share? He's a wealthy guy. He's been a career politician for several decades. He has a he's, pension plan. He's
4: Certainly wealthier than a coffee barista. Yeah, he's certainly wealthier than a coffee barista. I think he's probably one of the poorest, actually, of the
0: candidates, which doesn't say a whole lot because they're right. All and at loaded. least round up. Sure. At least I would round up to at least three bucks on a sixteen-dollar bill. Generally speaking, he didn't. Even, he did the bare minimum. So I would love to see Bernie Sanders' tax returns. Is he paying more than he owes? Is he taking any deductions? I'd love to see what he's given to charity. Is it like Joe Biden and Barack Obama who give less than 1% compared to Bush who gave well over 10, closer to 20? Who knows, man? We'll be back after this break. Hopefully Brandon Morris will stop being a screw up. Lotto with Crowder.
3: Hey Jesse Ventura here, former governor of Minnesota. The bad. People are talking about the debates as though they're the central issue of today's election, where people are getting on stage and talking about foreign policy and talking about the economy and how many people are in the workforce. But this is all designed to be a distraction, to take your mind off the issues that really matter, like fluoride in your tap. Know the facts.
1: I'm going to do the things that I want to do
0: Glad to be back. Still no word from Brandon Dick Morse. We don't know what's going on with him. Um, Hopefully we'll get him back for you. We wanted to talk with him about this story with uh, with Caitlin Bruce Jenner. We actually were holding it until we brought him on. Oh, you have, have we do we got him? You there, Brandon? Well, hold on yeah, a second. Don't, don't, don't let him come on air. Don't let him come on air because we have to introduce. So we've got, uh, yeah, Brandon Dick Morse is here, which means we've got Gay Jared. We've got me and we've got Brandon Dick Morse. Too
1: many dicks
9: on the dance floor. Too many dicks. Too
0: many dicks on the dance floor. I'm Too many dicks. Going to the party, Glad the party. to have him on. Glad, glad to have conservative punk. You can read his body. writing at everyjoe.com. Brandon Dick Morse, glad to have you on, brother.
7: Oh hey man, how's it going?
0: Well, uh, well, it's better now that we finally got the stuff. We have this whole new studio set up, and it's all screwy. Yeah. So, the good thing is you've got a we've got a long segment here, so it ends up playing in your favor. Hey, did you know that a uh, guy with a penis won Woman of the Year? What? You didn't know this? This
7: patriarchy man. I'm I, telling you, <laughs> you didn't know that Caitlyn you Jenner can't. won? No, no, no. I did. I totally no. I, it's just you know, I just feel so bad for women because they can't win jack, can they? No, they can't.
0: Be careful. No, Remember, this is FCC monitored. So,
7: yeah. Now, even even you know, in in uh, women's contests and stuff, a man just walks away with it. This patriarchy,
0: it is absolutely It's just, I I feel like feminists have come full circle. Again, we talked about yeah. this earlier. Caitlyn Jenner won Woman of the Year. <laughs> like they've come full circle where they were fighting for equal rights. Like they were hoping to just to get Woman of the Year as a thing yeah. that even existed. No. And, <laughs>
7: And now nope, it's a man. Can't, have that <laughs> can't have that either. Sorry, ladies. But uh, you know what I love, though, is that you won't hear a peep at a feminist about it. No, no, not at all. Uh, no, like, like, even the people who, who should be rightfully going, why not us? Why right? not us? No, they're they're like, oh, it's, it's so stunning and brave. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing they, is,
0: they complain about things that aren't real. And then you have right. an example. Like, listen, if I were a woman in the running for woman of the year, right? Right. Right, and I'm run, I'm I'm doing giving it the old college try. You know, I don't know, I'm Ronda Rousey or whoever it is, and I'm going okay. I'm trying to to rake in some votes, trying right. to become more popular, and then all of a sudden, uh, this guy with his twigs and berries who just transitioned like six months ago comes in. <laughs> I would be a, like that's one area where identity, sort of gender politics, is kind of legitimate.
7: Yeah, yeah. and I can un- I can totally understand the outrage on that. I mean, like let's let's face facts bruce jenner has been a quote-unquote woman for what now a year maybe no a year? no not even, a year. Not even it, a year no it's
0: been like six months what has it been gay jaren
7: it's been yeah not long about yeah okay four or five months so so that that'd be the equivalent of like a six-month-old girl technically kind of winning woman of the year not even a woman still has the It'd be the
0: equivalent of a six-month-old uh boy
7: right oh no that's true yes yes the
0: penis is pivotal, Brandon, when it comes that, to the, yeah. the, the, the female. There's still
7: yeah, there's the, the kitten caboodle is still there, the twig of it. They still working yes. Still a man. Well still a man.
0: You know, just again for the listener, Caitlyn Jenner won woman of the year, and it is pivotal. We're not saying it for shock value, it is pivotal that the woman of the year mm. has a penis. <laughs> mm-hmm, <yeah. laughs> I think it's a I think it's an important de-
7: <laughs> It's not and a mundane one, detail, and Michael. And one, And one men's, you know, and one men's uh, awards, you know, in the Olympics and stuff like gold medals still. Well, that's a
0: challenge though too, because the only accomplishment Caitlin has the only were accomplishments from Bruce and we're supposed to not acknowledge that it's even Bruce. So it's like, okay, all right, well, let's get, let's list Caitlin's accomplishments and it's vehicular manslaughter. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate to say it, but ironically, Caitlin doesn't even have the balls to commit testicular manslaughter. He's still oh, got him. It's so,
7: uh, how bad is that? You, you become a woman and you're instantly a bad driver.
0: Well, no, 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 no. It was before. So maybe it's an argument for the fact that you're born trans. Oh, oh maybe. Oh, well, oh,
7: that was, oh, okay. Never then. That's <laughs> how,
0: that's, you know I, what? I, I bet,
7: I, it's obviously off.
0: I bet you that's how Caitlin got off. Caitlin went in, <laughs> said, I present to you exhibit a, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Exhibit a, I'm a woman. No, you're not a woman. You're a man. No, no, listen, I'm a woman driver. (laughs) And they go, Oh, here's the police report. Oh,
7: get away with that. That's, that's true. That's true. Maybe
0: he's going to be trans, maybe be Uh, transracial and turn into an Asian woman,
7: you know, (laughs) just, just mow over everyone there in Beverly Hills. Right. And completely get away with it. I mean, you know, why not? You know, here's the thing. I'll, I'll I'll completely go along with this whole woman of the year thing if if he if he or she whatever you want to call it can beat a uh, Ronda Rossi in the ring. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll 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 get behind it. If, well, if gets-
0: that's not necessarily a scientific barometer, though. It would be fun. Uh, I still do think. I mean, you know, Bruce was a real stud. If you go back and watch him, the guy was an incredible. Yeah, no, optimist. he was.
7: Yeah. Yeah, you actually have a video on
0: that, I think. Uh, well we know we actually uncovered the video of Caitlyn Jenner winning the Olympics. A lot yeah. of people were just yeah. they were blinded by their their uh, cisgender privileged uh, hatred. Yeah. Yeah, so this is this is Glamour magazine. I mean you you're on this a lot. You write at every is it every everyjoe.com, right? I'm correct. Everyjoe.com. And you write about the yep. social justice warrior left and the feminism. Um we call it third wave feminism. They call it intersectional feminism. Yeah. As far as the whole sort of tranny. Explain that to us, because no one here is going to make sense of feminists supporting a man for woman of the year.
7: Right. Essentially, intersexual feminism has to do with social justice uh, intersecting with everything in life. For instance, uh, name name anything off the top of your head right now. Uh, midgets. OK, midgets. Somehow we have to include the the troubles oh, and lives of midgets into feminism. Feminism has to kind of envelop the issue of being a midget. Little Trooper, so, Jared, corrected me.
4: Yeah, be careful with that. Oh, Little Trooper, little, sorry.
7: Little Trooper now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> little Trooper,
7: or... It makes it sound like a Saturday morning cartoons Power Rangers spinoff or something like that.
0: <laughs> if only. The
7: ratings would be
0: through the roof.
3: Yeah, and when they, but when they, when
0: they all combine, time. (laughs) When they all combine together to create Megazord, it's just a guy. (laughs) It's just a guy. By the power of ours combined, we are Charles getting groceries. (laughs) That's so. That's what it is. Yeah, they include everything. I mean, when we did the feminist film festival, they created three different restrooms. They created a gender-neutral restroom, then that wasn't enough, so they created a male-identify restroom and a female-identify restroom. No men or women's restrooms, but male-identify, female-identify, or gender-neutral, which basically means use whatever you want at any point.
7: That all falls under the umbrella of feminism. Of intersectional feminism. Right, right. Like, you you can't name an issue without feminism being... And everything has to be problematic, and you have to find the problem in it and solve it using the principles feminism has brought forth, which usually boil down to... Complaining really loud, holding up signs and wearing something that looks like an 80s Madonna get up, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yes. So it's basically like a Rubik It's like a, a like a oh, so it's problematic. and You have to solve it with the principles of feminism. So it's right. a diversely colored and gendered. It's a Rubik's it's a Rubik's cube with penises. Correct. That's yes. pretty much intersectional feminism.
7: That's the weirdest visual I've ever gotten. But yes,
0: it was not. an. it's not an aerodynamic <laughs> Rubik's cube. It's no, very it's difficult not. to work with. I recommend lifting gloves. Here's the thing, people listening, you know, because this this is obviously First on, on ram. It cold. Yes. <laughs> what happened to my Rubik's cube? It went under the couch. It doesn't fit under there. Oh, it's sixty. It's sixty-two in the house. Oh, there it is. No people are think we're being we're making this up but it's important especially if you're listening terrestrially we know we have some older listeners terrestrially. This is what kids are being taught in college. This is mainstream yeah. feminism now it's not some yeah. some fringe thing when I went on Joe Rogan's podcast, all these people got mad because I was a Christian and I'm this extremist and they're going he focuses on this fringe extremism social justice warrior this sort of is like, the fringe extreme but it's but it's not the fringe extreme we were it's not well no it's taught in mainstream colleges now every single feminist professor oh. teaches this stuff
7: it's not yeah. like it's off what well, and it's not just the colleges now they're trying to introduce it into lower levels as yeah well. high school uh-huh and grade um, school. uh recently the the anti-defamation league tried to team up with nita sarkeesian and for those of you who don't know what nita sarkeesian is she's uh this big culture critic quote-unquote yeah that uh you know, her, her primary wheelhouse is talking about how misogynistic and, and male centric video games are. Right. Um, the, so what Anita Sarkeesian and, and the ADL did is they got together and they came up with this common core curriculum to essentially introduce uh, kids to the idea that games are, uh, you know, very anti-female. That right. they just, that, you know, they're horrible, uh, send horrible messages about women and blah, 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 blah. The kids were going to take a like week long course or something of that nature talking of like going in steps. Okay, what video games do you play? How often do you play them? Okay, have you noticed that this happens in video games? Do you notice how misogynistic and stuff that is? Isn't that awful? Tell us how you think that's awful. Yeah, all these now leading want, questions. Now, yeah, now I want you to now now at the very end of the course you're supposed to write a video game developer and uh, tell them how concerned you are and how you think it should change and what changes should be made. And you're supposed to send that off to the developer.
0: Here's one thing I find funny about the... So, I guess sort of ironic about Arnita Sarkeesian and the Gamergate deal for people who don't know. It's all about sex. They, they think video games are sexist. You know, they go, yeah. look, you know, you have games like Grand Theft Auto where you can, uh, you know, where you can shoot a woman, right? Or you have games where like, you have, you have, look at this and I'm going, well, okay, there are some games out there like adult games now where there are prostitutes and yeah. But I'm going, what? well, what about like all the most popular games when you're playing Call of Duty and all you're doing is killing other male soldiers? For yeah, duty?
7: exactly. <laughs> like exactly. Not, there's
0: not a woman to be found and it then w- one woman gets shot. Oh!
2: Yeah. yeah
7: it's no it's it's yeah the majority of the time you're killing other men, but regardless of that fact, not every single game boils down to that, and there are so many games out there with uh with female protagonists and female heroes and strong female lead characters, Metroid being one of them. Uh, Which, by the way, in their intersectional feminism, uh, a a tranny by the name of Brianna Wu decided that she was going to try to rewrite canon all by her lonesome by publishing in the Mary Sue an article about how Samus is trans, screaming it's canon and misspelling canon.
0: (laughs) For people people who don't know, Metroid is a video game and there's a woman, a very, very powerful woman. And um, actually, you know, if you Google it, you'll find some some very uh, erotic art yeah you will about metroid Same thing with gammy World, from street World fighter 34 yeah Li. yeah i mean it's true the truth is i've never th- i don't think there's ever been a female i don't think there's ever been a female villain in a video game but i can think of a lot of female heroes
7: mm-hmm. I, I, yeah.
0: I I don't know i'm trying to think of a of a main um, female villain usually I, they don't
7: do that no they're in fact i'm actually having i'm a gamer and i'm having trouble thinking of one right now i'm Pretty sure if one friend of mine was here, she'd Well, they, be here.
0: they would argue that rescuing Princess Peach and Mario is just as bad because women are somehow weaker and that they need to be rescued. <laughs> but the
7: fact is these are the same <laughs> women
0: who then demand support groups from men who make yeah. fun of them.
7: Right, exactly. They need the safe safe rooms, which, by the way, I don't know if you saw that South Park episode the other day. Yeah, night. oh my gosh, it was amazing. Oh, brilliant. But that's if anyone watches South Park, that is exactly the mentality that they have. Right. That, that's who they were making fun of.
0: Yeah. No, well, that's the whole thing. People don't realize intersectional feminism teaches safe rooms, the right to no longer be offended. Here's one that we have to go in 30 seconds. One thing, though, I don't know about you. I get the sense that Bruce Jenner has a sense of humor about this. Like, He's not the one who's making a big deal out of it. It's everyone else.
7: I agree. I agree. I completely agree with that. Yeah. I I, don't think he gives a crap.
0: Yeah, I actually kind of like Bruce, Caitlyn. Yeah. I just don't like all the hoopla surrounding the whole uh, woman of the year with a penis.
7: Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. I think that I think he's wrong on the idea that he thinks he deserves this stuff, but the way that he kind of shrugs off a lot of like, like a lot of the feminists get mad at him. Yes. For you know, for what he says and what he thinks. But well, we have to let you go.
0: Millen Collins coming in. One of your tracks, Brandon Morse at everyjoe.com, Lauder with Crowder. We will be back to wrap this up in a nice boat.
2: Year warning. This week, Glamour has announced their Woman of the Year. Be warned, said woman has a big fat penis. This has been a Woman of the Year warning.
0: All of the lights are on, all of the lights are on me, not on Gay Jared, because he's fired. Because I am fired, perpetually fired. Yeah, and you deserve it. Constant state of fire. So this week, you know, Benghazi was a big story. Carson's pulled ahead in the polls. We've talked about that this week. The Scandinavian countries that that, uh, Bernie Sanders is praising, they're all going under. The the refugee situation, Canadian election. It's been a busy week. It's been a really busy week, funnily funnily enough, it's been a busy week, but not a lot of press coverage. Why? Because the things that are important are not stories that fit in with the leftist narrative. So Hillary Clinton, Benghazi. Do we does, does the left really does the media really want to give that a lot of coverage? Not so much. All over Twitter, yes. Websites, yes. Conservative content, yes. Liberal media, no. Uh, NYPD officer, black guy, shot as attacks on cops go up. I wrote about that on the website. Does the leftist media want to cover that? No. Are they pushing for gun control when there have been four NYPD deaths committed by criminals with guns in the last quarter? No. Media doesn't cover that. Um. What was the other one we were talking about? I heard one more story. Oh, Bernie, Bernie they, yeah, they, D- oh, Denmark, obviously. Denmark, all these countries the problems person. with the refugees. Yeah, They're coming true. in now. They're committing rape. They're committing felonies. They're getting violent. They're demanding more free stuff. This is a big story. The media doesn't really want to cover that. So if you watch, C- so all of these things have happened this week. But if you watch CNN, if you watch MSNBC, if you watch ABC, NBC, CBS, um, anything that's not named Fox News or most of AM radio, you think it's a slow news week. That's how crazy the divide is now between right and left. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize. And with social media, it's gotten worse because your, your feed is curated based on what you like. And so that's why you have Donald Trump fans who don't even know that he's given hundreds of thousands to the Clintons, who don't even know that he supported Hillary Clinton, who don't even know that he supported Barack Obama, who don't even know that the Clintons were at his wedding, who don't even know that he supported gun control, who don't even know that he supported abortion. They don't know any of these things because I've never seen them. Same thing on the left. Anything comes up on Benghazi exposing something, it's uh, I'm not going to like hide, hide, hide or don't retweet. And so it doesn't show up in their feed anymore. And so Facebook and Twitter and Instagram goes, oh, you like this. You like pro-Hillary Clinton everything. That's all we're going to show you. And the same thing with conservatives. You like pro-Trump everything. So that's all we're going to show you. So you probably have actually a large contingency of Trump voters right now who do not know that he is losing in the Iowa polls to Ben Carson by Eight points. That's a huge difference, by the way. That's what we call statistically significant. Now, why don't most Trump voters know? Because where do they get their news? Social media. And they're not going to click like or share on a poll like that, so they're never going to be shown the fact that the wheels are coming off the Trump bus. Um, the good thing is this week is kind of the tipping point. He's obviously not going to be the nominee, so Trump can go back to doing whatever it is that, that he does. Trump does. yeah, Being good at other, other things. Being the best at yeah, being the best at filing Other Chapter 11. Thing. Yeah, he's the Abusing best. eminent domain the best. and just, you know, taking making a lot of money. It, listen, there's nothing wrong with being successful. I've never once, I don't know if you've, ever been, if you've ever been this way. I've never once seen somebody else who has a really high income or very wealthy and been mad about it. Mm-mm. Now, if someone's dishonest, Uh, Justin Bieber really kind of (laughs) gets. Well, you're like, how how do you get so much? Or you know, like a Newt Gingrich who goes in worth thirty thousand and leaves Congress worth thirty million or whatever absurd amount it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get upset when public servants are making a lot of money off of the public dole because it's not real money. It's not real money earned. It's my taxpayer dollars. I didn't choose to buy a product or service. You took it from me. But I've never once looked at the Waltons or Steve Jobs or you know even Donald Trump. Um, anyone who's made their buck, honestly, I, it, it doesn't compute with me to want to take their stuff. Even if you did, I, I was thinking about this this week. Why does it
4: seem morally right to take their stuff and give it to the general public? What does it seem if, if you got the CEO of some company or the owner of some company to make a lot of money? Would it seem more right, if, if anything, to give more money to the employees below them that also helped to create the product or whatever it is that everyone seems to enjoy and love? And is You're talking about CEO pay? I'm not necessarily a CEO because they're generally more of a manager. I'm talking maybe more of an owner of a company. Um, you're Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, if anything, if anything, it would make more sense to give more money to the people below him in the company that also helped to produce a product that everyone...
0: I don't know what they're making. I
4: don't know what they're making either. But I'm saying, why does it make any sense to give that money that he's making to people who have nothing to do with that product? But you know what I'm talking about? You mean he's giving it to a CEO as opposed to... I'm saying you're taxing him to give his money to.
0: Oh, oh! So you're saying, if the, whereas if the whereas if the business had more money, they could pay the employees more.
4: Yeah, if they're going to take yeah. more money off his salary, they should be given to his employees. Well, I was talking with this about our neighbor yesterday to, to just you know,
0: yeah, Joe Schmo
4: working down at the uh, the old. It's um, a good point, UD's. actually. Yeah why why should you... he have any
0: t- you know title say so in Steve Jobs' money? Well, I was checking in at a Holiday Inn in Los Angeles last week. I'm and, sorry, and the guy. I go into a room and it smells like human excrement. Human poop. Awful. And I go to him, I say, listen, my room smells like poo. Okay, can you give me another room? Uh, You want another room? Yes, I would like another room, please. Took him 20 minutes to check me in. And I know that that guy, he's in L.A., there's a strong chance as a Bernie Sanders or Hillary supporter who thinks that he deserves what I have, right? So he, when Bernie Sanders goes up and says, we need to rescind the Bush tax cuts, a guy like him goes, yeah, because I work just as hard. No, he doesn't work as hard as I do. Right? You know how I work and you If the Bush tax cuts, for example, are rescinded, you're probably fired. Permanently. Not, temporary, not on temporary unpaid leave like you get. Uh, Courtney is probably gone. You know, a lot of these small business owners are in that sort of top bracket. And, of course, if you look at corporate tax rates, um, we have the second highest corporate tax rate in the world. People don't understand that. And that's a big reason a lot of tax – a lot of business owners are borrowing money to pay last year's taxes. If you watch Shark Tank, why do they want to give away equity and not royalties? Because small businesses are constantly reinvesting and building a business. It takes a lot of money. And when you don't create a a tax-friendly environment for businesses, I just can say directly – if these tax cuts are rescinded, if, if, if people try and cut down on businesses, Gay Jared is probably going to either be cut back to part-time or lose his job. So is Courtney on the site and Brody. That's what happens. I'm giving you a tangible example. We hit those brackets. And that's the identity politics going on. And nobody wants to talk about it. Don't buy into it wholesale. You want a better economy, let's support the business owner. Ladder with Crudder, We'll talk with you next week.